Everybody, welcome back. This is the AMX Australian Supercross Show, brought to you by Recover Eight, and uh, it is, I believe, Monday, the fourth of November. We are back. It's been a little bit of an abbreviated uh, few weeks. I've been away on holiday. Joe Stevens, as your host, as always, and uh, Andy Dinnicole back in the house, co-hosting. How we doing, AD? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good, mate. Back to reality. Had a good couple of weeks in Bali. Lucky man. Yeah, in the mountains, on the beach. It was a good time. What did you think of Bali? You like it? Loved it. Loved it. First time. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty sick place. It is, man. It was cool. We didn't do just like the touristy stuff. We went out into the mountains a little bit and <clears throat> me and uh, Tate and Grayson, my little dude who's one and a half, we got a scooter and strapped him to him with Trapped me to me on the ergo. We <laughs> yeah, just rode yeah. around. It was it was a lot of fun. That is sick. <laughs> if I sound a little congested, sorry about that. I got um, written off on a surfboard, and I think I broke my nose <laughs> a few days before I came home. <laughs> so that's why I might sound a little bit messed up right now. <clears throat> I actually would have paid to see that. Oh, many people would. <laughs> Luckily, no one saw it except me and the waves. But uh, stick to dirt bikes. Yep. Anyway, this is what I would call the follow-on Adelaide wrap-up show because I kind of did a quick little one that we put out on the channel. Uh, it was an interview with Kevin Williams on the on the way to the airport in the rental car because I knew I was flying out the day after Adelaide and it wouldn't have worked out with the uh, show that we were going to do. So it'll be like an Adelaide wrap-up heading into the Wollongong preview uh, show this weekend because we're at Wollongong for round three at the Wynn Stadium uh, Saturday. So that's going to be really cool. So guests for tonight, uh, we've got Robbie Madison coming on, which is unreal, pretty, pretty cool. That is badass. It's a pretty late addition to the show. I just got it sorted then. Maddo just got into the country and got an Aussie mobile number and uh, – here we are. So Robbie Madison, legend, all around. I don't know what you call him at this Dude, he's, point. He's a, he's a unreal. Like freestyle legend, icon, distance jumper, world record holder, water bike. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I think he's doing uh, movies at the moment as well. He's yeah, stuntman. Stuntman. Yeah, there so, you go. So yeah, many things. But yeah, Maddo's in town. He's going to be doing some cool stuff at the Wollongong Supercross this weekend. Um, he's going to be riding his water bike in the in the Wollongong Harbour, which oh, is going shit. to be really cool. <laughs> that's that's sweet. Uh, yeah, it's just casual. You so know? he just brings you know the bike along and just rides anywhere now. I think he just puts it in the overhead cabin. Yeah, and yeah, yeah sweet. <laughs> flies over. Uh, so Robbie Madison's going to be on in just a little bit, and uh, Josh Osby, the uh, Raceline KTM Thor rider. Yeah. Osby's arguably been one of the fastest riders all season long in SX2. I mean, we're only two rounds in, but I guess we can say all season long, right? Yeah. Um, he's, he's there or thereabouts. He's won. He won the first final at uh, Brisbane. Yeah, he did. In the split final format. Yeah. So Osby's going to come on, and we've also got Aaron Tanney, Serco Yamaha's Aaron Tanney, who is an Australian and leading the SX2. He's the red plate holder right dude, now. Dude, I like to see that. I actually love to see that. It's so sick for the Australian series that, you know, you've got these Americans here. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, the Americans is, the Americans that. And look, Tanny hasn't Tanny. won yet, but no. he's been super consistent. And Consistency's key, isn't it? Not quite on that level of when Oldenburg won or when Hayes won. No. But he's been the most consistent guy. And that's what, it, you know, that's a championship. You look at Keeper Webb at the end. E consistency. Exactly. And everyone's only going to remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's exactly so, right. Um, 
All right, so yeah, they're also hopefully going to get Mark Peterson on, the promoter from Troy Bayless Events. Um, talk to Peter a little bit about what's going on at Wollongong because we've got the Motorcycle Expo. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, which is it's going to be a really cool event, and uh, we're sure. going to plug it pretty hard because you know these Supercross rounds they're important to the sport right now. Absolutely. And if you're in the New South Wales area, hell, if you're in Melbourne, jump on a plane. Yeah, it's an hour away. Yeah, exactly. Get on a, or even do a bit of a road trip up. Go have a look. You know, yeah. why not? Go support it. It's two days, Saturday and Sunday's the Motorcycle Expo. Yeah, right next door in the uh, you've got the entertainment center, mm-hmm. the showgrounds and the Wind Stadium where the Supercross is. And they've got the freestyle. They've got Madison doing his water bike thing. Yep. You've got um, the Pit Party, the Motorcycle Expo, the Supercross. It's all there. There's so much going on. Anything so, for motorcycle enthusiasts. Yeah. If you're into there. it whatsoever. I mean, obviously, we've got the big Supercrosses coming up. Yep. But this is just as important. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's what's going on this weekend. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And... Um, yeah, other than that, like we said, this is the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recovery. We've got to give a special shout out to the guys at Fly Racing. Um, the light hydrogen limited edition um, colorway is now available. That's what uh, Mitchell Oldenburg and Justin Brayton, Damn. they won uh, in Adelaide mm-hmm. wearing that colorway. And uh, man, it is all sorts of... Uh, so basically, if you want to wear what winners wear, go out and get yourself some fly light hydrogen it's the coral black and blue colorway there you it go. Is. it's it, i kind of call it like a it's it bordering on a, a ready coral pink yeah but real men wear pink tell you what damn damn straight oldenburg and brayton were real men leading at adelaide yep. they yeah they ate their beaks and they wore their light <laughs> hydrogen and they were men on that day and you know you wear light hydrogen stuff so and yeah i do yeah. fly racing man go get yourself some because personally i love it great quality light like you know, lightweight, it's a, definitely a sick product. And you can get that stuff online uh, via AMX. Use the code yep. Inside Dirt to get 10% off at checkout. And um, make sure you use those codes, guys, because uh, it really helps us keep these sponsorships going and uh, support the brands and companies that support us at uh, Inside Dirt um, at checkout on AMX uh, Superstore's website. And that'll get you a discount on the new Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Coral Racewear limited edition stuff also recover it make sure you hit uh the checkout with the code try it t-r-y-i-t and you'll get yourself uh, 10 bucks off your first bottle of recover it which is um an amazing recovery and sports supplement that's now in the market and uh my old my old bones are definitely benefiting from using it now i'm back from bali and, <laughs> and uh, your nose and my nose yeah it's already big it doesn't need to be any bigger so the recovery is definitely helping him but uh that's it, AD. So, right, let's get into the show. So, like I said, in just a minute, we've got Robbie Madison coming on. So, we'll start off with talking about Wollongong, mm-hmm. and then um, we will jump back into the action from Adelaide after Maddo's on, because I think that kind of makes sense to talk about that. Absolutely. And then we can chat to Tanny and Osby and stuff about how they went uh, in SA. So, uh, Wollongong, round number three. Um, Big, again, big stadium. Not not probably yeah. going to be as big as the the speedway size at Adelaide or Gilman, whatever you want to call it. Gilman, but yeah. uh, look, Wind Stadium. It's a big stadium, and yeah. um, I have heard rumors. Now, don't quote me on this. That we there's like a grass bank viewing area on one end of the stadium. Yep. And I've heard that the track's actually going to go up into the uphill and downhill, really? like a bit of uh, you Vegas remember that? Style. Yeah, like out of the stadium. Now, don't Sick. don't quote me on that, guys. Don't don't shoot the messenger if we're not. But that's what I heard. Or do. Or do shoot him. I mean, you can shoot me. Yeah. I mean, there's. I got. I'm sure I got haters. Like they want to follow through and <laughs> do. But that, no, if that if that actually happens, that'll be so sick. It will be something different. Absolutely, know? and that, we need different. 
We do, and I tell you what, the track, I know we'll talk about Adelaide in a minute, but the track at Adelaide, jeez, like, yeah. everyone was kind of, I'll tell you, like, people were bitching a little bit after round one, like, oh, it wasn't a real Supercross track, it was Arena Cross. Yeah. I think there's plenty of riders that would have wanted to go back to that Arena Cross setting <laughs> after Adelaide, because, man, yeah. the, the rhythms, and I don't expect Wollongong to be much different. Yeah, no. You know? Like, there was big whoops at Adelaide, there's big rhythms. And well, Proctor's I, doing it, huh? He is, yeah. yeah and right. they did a really good job at Adelaide, yeah. and, and I expect Wollongong to be the same. Um, but yeah, if they if they end up doing that uphill downhill thing that, that I heard about yeah, again, don't quote me on it. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, um, I hope it does happen. I mean, you know, last week um, the track was unreal. Obviously, like if you were going to go out in that supercross track, you had to put your big boy pants on because there was some big ones. There was triple and quad. You know what amazed me, and I'll we'll talk about it in the context of mm. Australians versus Americans. You know what it's like. You've been to American supercrosses, yeah. Um, hell you've raced the amateur days at some of them too yep first lap straight up every american riders jump and triple 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 stadium triple finish jump it's yep. on they're skimming the whoops like there's yeah, not you know scared. um and there was some big rhythms at adelaide yeah i know we said we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wollongong, but whatever and first lap it was like the 250s went out for practice and and there was the the three three after the first turn yeah goes back on itself and there was a big three over a high and mm-hmm. i didn't know it was going to be a, over a five footer but it was bigger than a five footer. Like it was, <laughs> it was a big huge. one. Yeah, no. And I, I seen the American guys do it, but then a lot of Aussie guys straight away seat bounce three right, seat bounce three right. Just Nothing. like getting it done. And yeah. I, I think that gap's starting to. No, I think so too. And a I little mean, bit. Not not like we're there yet, but you look at guys like Tanny mm-hmm. running up front there. That's what I mean. He's leading the points. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, Jay Wilson's in fifth. I mean, those Australians, we're not doing too bad. We're not, and I don't. I think we're getting less scared. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah, as far as um, I mean, collectively as a nation, as a nation, <laughs> as a nation of supercrosses. Um, all right, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give Robbie Madison a call real quick here Let's and uh, get Matto on the phone. And um, you talk about someone that's not scared. He is not scared. <laughs> That'll do it right there. But uh, all right, I think we've got him on the line now. What's uh, you by Recoverate, uh, Robbie Madison? Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for coming on. No worries, guys. I'm coming. Oh, not much, mate. Just uh, getting ready for uh, Wollongong this weekend Wollongong for round two. That's it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, look, pretty last minute getting you on. I think you just got to the country uh, a couple of days ago and got a yeah got an Aussie phone number and everything that we we got uh, a hold of and and randomly called you up. But um, yeah, how's it going, mate? Good to be back in Australia. I'm guessing. Yeah, stoked to be back. Um, things are good. Family's good and all that, and uh, staying busy. You know, I just. Uh, been trying to keep working, finding ways to use my motorcycle as a tool to to be my job. And uh, was recently the Burger King in a lot of these Burger King commercial sales, a lot of fun. And and um, but yeah, um, you know, just trying to doing all I can right now. But my body's kind of you know taking a it's had a brutal last ten fifteen years, so it's kind of letting me know it's uh, I definitely due for a stop in the maintenance shop. So I'm going to get surgery at the end of the year, but um. So I'm a little bit limited on what I can do on the bike to stop because my shoulder dislocates all the time. But um, I think I took enough bad, uh, like enough enough tricks up the sleeve to be able to to do you know put on a good show at Wollongong and obviously got Cam Sinclair, a couple other guys riding with me. So I think between between all of us, we'll be able to keep the crowd entertained and should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. And I must admit, obviously, I follow you on Instagram, and it looks like lately you've been uh, doing a lot more riding than I've seen you do in a long time as far as you know freestyle. Um, <coughs> 
which has been cool to see. You've sort of been getting a lot of your old style back and, uh, you know, the body's obviously not holding you back entirely to be able to get out and ride with the crew over there at your, uh, is it the Madhouse Co? You're at your yeah. Instagram you guys got going on there? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been good. It's like, you know, I had um, had some pump off last year. We had death in the family, kind of rocked us all a lot and uh, we kind of get off, get over that and, you know, to get back on the bike's been awesome. But, um, you know, I had... Uh, I had back surgery a long time ago and it kind of just plagues me. There's times where like I want to ride, but my back just won't let me. And then, uh, and then there's other times the back's good. And then, you know, recently, like you said, riding with all the boys, I kind of was getting psyched up and just forgot that I, my shoulder was, you know, the, the condition it was in, it hadn't popped out for a while. So I just, just assumed it might be good. And I went for a big double knack uh, Indy and looked through. And as soon as I looked under my, put my head under my shoulders, uh, as soon as I put my head down and looked through, yeah, shoulder dislocated me there. So I was, I was lucky to land on the bike and then um, that Twitch and the boys there and Dr. G on FaceTime and we end up getting my shoulder back in. And then since <laughs> yeah. then it kind of comes out like, like, you know, it's come out twice now in my sleep. So it's, uh, it's just whenever it's above my head and, and my, and it kind of goes up around my ear above my head, it just kind of wants to fall out. So it's a bit of a bummer, but uh, it's, you know, I'm looking forward to getting it fixed at the end of the year. Um, I need a, I need, need a total knee replacement, but um, I'm going to probably hold off on that. That doesn't really hold me back too much on the bike, but um, it definitely stops me cross training a lot, you know, but um, and surfing, it hurts, it hurts when I surf, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting my shoulder fixed so I can kind of ride back to my full ability. I mean, I know I'm getting old, but I still, like I can still ride. I still know all those tricks. I just don't do them because my shoulder's kind of, it's made me a little bit nervous on the bike now, which is, it's not really a good way to ride, but as far as going out there, hitting the ramp, trying some dirty whips, I'm all about that. And, uh, I might even have a crack at the speed and style if they can get me into it. So I'll see, uh, we'll see how we go. But uh, yeah, obviously we got the, the expos on as well. So it's a, it's a big weekend. You know, I'm going to ride, uh, the expo and get the water bike out there in the water. So, uh, be, be, I'm looking forward to seeing all the Aussie crowd again and, and having a fun one with all the boys. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk go. about that. Um, obviously, uh, you're out here for the expo and for the Wollongong Supercross, and um, did I hear? Am I right, or am I out to lunch and saying this that you you might be doing double up with uh, someone on the back Bayless. of the bike with Troy Bayless? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've never done it before. Um, <laughs> uh, Bayless is kind of a smaller guy, so I think it won't be too bad. But it just, I mean, at the end of the day, it just changes like the setup of the bike. You, know, you got you got more weight, and and then the surface area hasn't changed, so it's just gonna it's going to mean I can't go as slow. Um, so it's just going to be important to get a good run off onto the water. That, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. You know, when I've thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be more weight, so I probably can't go as slow. So as long as I get a good drive off the sand, which is the hardest part, um, once you get on the water, as long as we get enough speed up and it doesn't cavitate, she should just get up to speed and we would, we'll be good. But I'm sure once we go across, Troy's going to want to turn around and come back because it's so much fun riding a bike on the water. It's, it's something everyone needs to experience. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I still can't. I, you know, we've all seen that. You know, the awesome. Uh, I can't remember the name of that video you put out a few years back when you were doing the the waves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, pipe dream, pipe dream. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just talking. I'm not a surfer by any means, but I just got back from Bali and did a bit of surfing and ended up getting completely. Yeah. Uh, I think I broke my nose hitting the board. It was a it was a oh. lot of fun, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was surfing little waves, man. You know, little waves, and uh, they they roar over your head, and it's that that noise and that rush, and I, I still can't even comprehend what it would be like surfing a big wave on a on a dirt bike. It doesn't really make <laughs> any sense, but uh, yeah, it was definitely. Uh one of the coolest things I've ever done for sure. I mean, I've, I've really become addicted to the feeling of just getting, coming off the land and onto the water on the bike. It's just kind of, it's totally a mind trip to, to be able to, 
look at the water and, and, and also see your handlebars and your fender and, and all that. It's just it's so cool. So we'll see. I'm trying to trying to get back to the drawing board. I've got a lot on the plate, but one of my one of my uh on the to do list is to try and develop that thing and, and make it uh you know, get it accessible to people as a plan. So we'll see we'll see if I eventuate that. I definitely have the I have the things in motion to make it happen, but I just haven't kind of um, focused on it. So, are, uh, are you kind of talking about like uh, you know the snow bike kits you can buy? Where you yeah, buy exactly. It? Yeah, something like that. That'd be similar. Like I don't want to be uh, the only reason I haven't done it and just made the skis as as, as they are and, and handed them out. Is like people may or may not know this, but there was a guy that copied my design and, and he actually drowned. And so it's uh, oh. you know I've had a couple of situations you know with myself where it's got touch and go and and. Uh, and I've been, you know, close to drowning myself. So I didn't want to, you know, make this available and have someone, you know, get injured or be drowned and then be in a legal case or anything like that. So I kind of just held off. But, um, I, yeah, you know, time kind of just ticked by and I, you know, I kind of, you know, came up with another concept that's very similar, very close, but it might kind of eradicate a lot of the dangers involved. So, I spoke to my engineer buddy, um, who's helped me with a couple of other projects, and, uh, and he he thinks that I'm onto something. So we'll see. It's uh, it really just comes down to the time and the development, and and um, but you know when you got other opportunities, you, you can only do so much. Uh, I've um, I've been kind of cho- chosen to stay focused on the the other opportunities, but uh, it's always kind of the back of my mind. I always like, oh yeah, that's right. I've still got that thing sitting there waiting, ready to go. So. I think when the like time's to, right, like maybe you'll be yeah, able exactly. to. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's still an insane concept, and um, uh, yeah, the, the thought of people uh, maybe riding electric bikes one day on the water. Who knows? That'd be yeah. a, a rad little uh, thing for you to do if you went to the the water with your family to go wakeboarding or something. Just rip the dirt bike out. I don't know, but um, I like the I just like the idea of being able to have a dirt bike and then having a kit and spend three hours in your workshop, and then you know now you can take your dirt bike riding on the water, and you know essentially. Uh, you know, if if you would have a dirt bike and a jet ski, it's, it's a lot more expensive than just having a kit. And I'm sure there would be a lot of people who'd be like, oh, you know, jet ski, new jet ski is thirty grand. You get one of these kits for four or five grand, and then you know, you've got the best of both worlds. So I don't know. It may make sense. It may not. But I've yet to figure that one out. Yeah, I know. I'd much rather ride my dirt bike than a jet ski. So there you go. But yeah, um, right. So hey, we've got um got. Uh, sorry, Robbie Madison being brought to you by Recoverate here on the uh, AMX Australian Supercross show. Now, Maddo, um, along with uh, – so you've got demos both days at uh, Wollongong for the, the water bike. I think it's – is it yep. midday, Saturday and Sunday, right, in the harbour? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. And then we've also got the freestyle demos and the, the Recoverate speed and style. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, you'll be uh, hitting the ramps with the boys on the, on the freestyle demo, and um, you said you might even get involved with the speed and style. Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, I've been I've been taking the recover eight, and it does it does wonders. You know, it's like um, I, I've like I said before, I had shoulder, I need shoulder surgery. I've had, I need a knee replacement. I've had back surgery, and the recover eight definitely um, helps with the whole inflammation stuff in the body. So I'm kind of at a point now where I feel, you know, I've been riding a lot recently. I feel good on the bike. I, I didn't really put my hand up to do the speeding style, but um, we'll see if, if I can if I can get an opportunity to get out there. Uh, I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew, but I mean, once you once once all the boys are into it and and you're riding and you know you're there on the moment, then you're like you're like oh, I, I got to have a go. So yeah, I mean you because um, you would have caught that whole era when when speed and style was big at X Games and X Fighters and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, the late. I definitely had a hand in definitely had a hand in in 
you know, creating that concept. We did it the first time at uh, the Rebel X-Ray in Sydney. And, uh, oh, wow, and so, that's you know, right. I, I completely forgot that was your event. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys were kind of the pioneer of that concept, having the races yeah, yeah. versus the freestyle exactly. guys. Yeah, exactly. It was some that I kind of did first and then, you know, it's taken off. So it, it, it was a cool concept. You know, I think uh, to be able to allow the guys to, you know, there's a lot of guys, top riders, you know, who are just great, great riders all around and can throw big whips and got a few tricks. So it's, it's It'd be nice to, um, hardest thing with freestyle motocross is, you know, the winner doesn't always cross the line first. So it's, um, it's always hard to kind of give the trick value and stuff like that. And it's when it just gets tricky at times because I often feel that, you know, if someone does a big trick, but they, they're behind the guy in front is like, how much do you equate that trick to to come off the time? So it's all kind of really subjective, but regardless, it's entertaining. And, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, the, the winner is going to be plain and simple. So. I think they should usually let the crowd to decide because <laughs> yeah. usually the, the matters are um, usually uh, the average and probably more 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 correct. A lot of times you see these results and you're like everyone in the crowd's going, "What the hell are the judges thinking?" And and then I think you know the overall perspective when you see that like, a lot of times the judges are just in the pressure seat and they it's hard to kind of have a clear look on things. And then I've been in that position before and I know like after after the fact you look back and think, "Oh, well, maybe it could have gone a different way," but then it's already set in stone then so you can't revise it and I think that's part of the reason why freestyle has died off in recent years is just you know a lot of unjust results and I think it just becomes something that's harder for people to kind of engage with because there's kind of a lot of unknowns with it yeah I think I mean what was that old saying you everyone used to hear him say on X Games like don't leave it up to the judges just make sure you throw down hard enough that I don't know. It, it's, yeah. a, it's easy said and done when you're sitting on this end of the microphone, but uh, when you guys are putting your, your lives on the line, it's a little different. But um, I, yeah, it's a tough one. I think tough. this would be the only speed and style contest of the year, wouldn't it, internationally? Because I don't think probably. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, no, you did right. It's um, it's cool to see. Like you know, obviously, Bayless events. Those guys do a great job, and and, and obviously Troy and, and and Peter and all the guys that are involved there. Are just uh, you know, I think they have the the sports best interest in mind, and I think that's just a such a critical thing nowadays so I think regardless Wollongong is going to be a great stop of the Australian Supercross Championship and with a few different things in, in, in the bag for him I think it's going to be good for uh, for the crowd you know just as an entertainment thing uh, you know I think uh has been a lot of touring productions with bikes doing stuff around and I think they kind of depleted the market a bit but I think going to the races and watching watching races especially in Wynn Stadium you know the, 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 the crowd's you know, like any stadium, I guess, but the the crowd's kind of up close and personal, and it's going to be a large track with the, the track going out of the, off the paddock and up and onto the um, eastern bank. So it's yeah, going to be a cool, uh, cool I layout. Wasn't sure if that I just mentioned it before we got you on the phone, but I didn't know if that was confirmed. So I was saying I think I think that's happening, which is going to be cool. Um, so you're saying that's that's the guy they are doing that. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it first, mate. Confirmed. <laughs> so, in trouble well, saying, mate, I the other day. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, there's Chinese whispers, but Pedro told me. I, I asked him the other day at that when we were at the stadium doing a walk around, and he said that they were going to go up there. So, I think that'll be exciting to get uh, some, you know, a little bit of elevation. It's obviously going to go up the hill, maybe a step up or something like that, and then and, and then turn up the top. We'll just keep like the riders another another obstacle to for passing and and and, and you know to separate the, the pack. So I think it's going to allow for, um, you know, I can remember like the old Anaheim Supercrosses where I'd go up into the crowds and up in the stands and that was always awesome. So if it's kind of something like that, which I'm sure it's going to be, I think it'd be awesome just to see it. And then, you know, when you know, the, the furthest seat away is only you know, 100 metres or so, no matter where you are in the arena. So it's going to be, um, 
you know, there's not a, there's not a bad seat in the house. No, for sure. I think it's going to be one of the the bigger rounds of the year, and um, you know, so they can, obviously the the fans can catch you at 12 p.m. Saturday. Um, obviously during the <laughs> the Supercross, they'll be doing the the, the Harbour water bike demo, and then um, yeah. Sunday for the motorcycle expo. Uh, same deal, 12 p.m. And then you'll be part of the um, athlete signings, which is uh, 4 yeah. or 5 p.m. on Saturday um, at the Motorcycle Expo as well, where all the Supercross riders That's and uh, freestyle guys will be uh, giving you guys autographs and uh, anything uh, anything else, photos and what uh, whatever you can grab off their <laughs> I backs. Think, um, <laughs> we're going to be doing, hopefully the plan is we're going to be doing a Traeger barbecue and smoking some meat there. So if people come at the right time, they might be even be able to get themselves a free taco. Um, so we're just going to be doing that. And, and I've, Looking at um, I bought bought one of my bikes. It's been sunk, but I I, I figured I was going to raffle it off when I'm there to uh, you know, try and just give give, give a bike away. You know, I think people people buy a ticket, and you know, even though it's been sunk, it's in great condition. Even though at some point there's a frame will rust, but uh, yeah, I mean, if if, if you spend you know whatever ten or twenty bucks for a ticket and you get a bike out of it, then you know you probably would be more inclined to drop an extra thousand bucks and throw a new frame on and have have a brand new bike. It's only done a few hours. Or just um, throw it in your uh, trophy room and call it. Yeah, uh, it's on the trophy room. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, uh, well, try uh, to take the clocks on, but yeah, well, I'll definitely be around there, and I'll definitely be in contact. And I can't wait to catch up with the fans. I'll have a few books on me for sale, and we'll be repping the fist gloves, and should be a weekend of uh, two wheels and. And laughter. Two wheels and good times. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, uh, that's it. Hey, mate, I won't keep you any longer because I know you you have limited time here in Australia when you're back, so I'm sure you've got heaps going on. But um, Yeah, always. Always. So I appreciate you taking the time out. And, uh, no worries. We will see you at Wollongong on Saturday, Meadow. Thanks again. Looking forward to it. No worries. All, all right. the best. And, uh, yeah, get, you get your tickets, people, and get down there. It's going to be a hoot. All right, mate. Thank you. <laughs> see you, bro. Right, see you, Meadow. Bye. All right. Robbie Madison. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, what a legend. I, yeah. I don't know what more you can say. Like, nah. he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's just so down to earth and doing his thing. And sounds like he's got a hundred things going on, but, um, too deep on the, uh, on too the deep on the water bike. bike. <laughs> that is risky. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Is, is, is Troy Bayless going to go on the front or the back? Surely, surely the front. The, I don't know, man. He'd have to sit like on yeah, the tank. Because if he's and, on the back, maybe his shoulder's not going to hold up, you know? Ah, oh, you have to hope it. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? You know, you're it's holding like, on. It's ne- like next minute, Troy Bayless and Robbie Madison are lost at sea in the <laughs> hub. <laughs> That's what I mean. And and uh, you know, they were talking about getting the kits for the motorcycles so they can go on, you know, water or yeah. And it's a bit of a it's a bit of a risk, isn't it? Like you got you're halfway out at sea, and are you all of a sudden you friggin' you yeah, watered up. I don't know what that looks like. Like you, lose you can you could sell the kit. Yeah, but what then, people do with it. Is I couldn't agree more, right? <laughs> but hypothetically. You've got a brand new YZ250. You've put yeah. the kit on. You ride it out to sea, lose the thing. <laughs> That's like 13 yeah. grand down the drain straight away. You would have to hope. That, <laughs> God, you'd, you'd have, have to hope. <laughs> you would hope. Maybe Matt, I could do some uh, coaching, like a, I don't yeah. know, yeah. water bike tour or something. I mean, you, you get like Ronnie Mack out there on, on the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it's like on a jet ski when you get carried away sending I mean, waves. I, I don't know if you can. I don't think you can do that on the. I don't know. You'd have to be an idiot if you did. <laughs> anyway, this is going to get way off track with yeah. one of our tangents. But uh, so, Maddo, guys, we're going to say it one more time. Get to Wollongong Supercross. Check it out this weekend. Sure. I'm pretty sure the tickets are on Ticket Tech. Um, 
it's one of those online things. I'm pretty sure it's Ticket Tech for the Wollongong Supercross. Um, if it isn't, just go on the Australian Supercross website, hit round three info, you'll find the ticket link. Support the event. If you're in New South, go get go get your tickets and uh, see Robbie Madison. If you're Madison. in Queensland, go get your tickets. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne, go get your tickets. Everyone needs to go. Yeah, it's going to be a cool round. There's um, going to be $20 raffles for a brand new bike. Yeah, which I had no idea about. I guess Matto bought two bikes. <laughs> tacos. Matto's giving bikes away, riding water bikes, yeah. and cooking tacos. So if you're not there, you need to be there. You're going to miss out on tacos. Yeah, which is probably the I, most important. If I you had tacos me. last night. Yeah, them things, I'm going to get tacos tonight. Not even kidding. I'm it's going good. straight from here to Mexican. So <laughs> fish bowls and tacos. Oh, boy. It's a rough Tuesday morning. Anyway, let's get back on track. So that was Robbie Madison brought to you by Recoverate and really cool to have Matto over and we'll see him on Saturday at Wollongong. Now, yep. right now we're going to get Aaron Tanny on in about 15 minutes. So let's talk about SX2 coming out of Adelaide, what went down at Adelaide. Um, I know you weren't there, AD, um, but... I watched it on Instagram. Yes. And there was actually a lot of coverage on Instagram. There, there always is. And everyone's, everyone's bitching about there not being a live stream... Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Supercross is in a growing phase right now in Australia. Yeah. If there was a live stream, less people go to the events, the promoters don't make money Exactly. and then the series doesn't run. And we've had the series change hands way too many times in the last decade. Yeah. You know, this, I hope now at this point, it seems to me like I, I, um, you know, I, I commentated Adelaide, I'm commentating again at the venue at Wollongong and I deal a lot with Mark Peterson throughout the year, Pedo from Troy Bailey's events and it, I think they've got a, a solid business model in place yep. that they can build on um, and I'm, I'm hoping between TBE and obviously AME being the guys that are kind of steering the ship for the whole series, I really think it's in a good place to grow but if you know something like the live stream comes in like this is the first year we've only had TBE and AME doing it mm. and it cuts ticket sales, it, it doesn't work. You yeah. know? Um, so that's why there's no live stream so everyone can Stop complaining about that. And like you said, if you go on Instagram, you go on the website, you can watch live timing. Yeah. A lot of people are doing Instagram live. You can see a lot of the footage. I mean, look, I'm doing press and PR and social media coverage for a few teams. And there's there's enough coverage that, that we're just putting out that you can see the whole track. You can see what people are doing in qualifying. Like, yeah. just get on your phone. It yeah, ain't yeah. hard. Or so, do yourself a favor, just buy a ticket and you can go. Or go to the event, even, yeah. even better, right? Okay. So, um, you know, so SX2, we've got uh, the results here. So you can read them out because you got them on your laptop. So what, what went down at Adelaide? Oldenburg, first. Uh, Osby, second. Tanty, third. Wilson, fourth. Blos, fifth. Duffy, sixth. Duffy, that's a good ride. Dude. Duffy, he's a bad dude. It's he's a bad dude, hundred yeah. percent. Like straight up. Um, if we can, we'll talk about him yeah. first. Seventh, uh, Tierney. Eighth, Ravenhorst. Ninth, Taft. Tenth, Bud. Eleventh, Wills. Wills. All right, we'll stop there. Okay, so that was your top ten. Top um, ten. Duran Stapleton, shout out to my ex-co-host. I, I texted Duran today. I said, "Hey, can you just come on for a minute? Because the the viewers miss you and they want to listen to you." And yeah. Say, hey, he what said, do you have to say? He said, "No," because I did shit Adelaide, and it's like your first race back in like two years, and yeah. you got what do you get? You got fourteenth, twelfth, twelfth. So how bad is that? Yeah, he's about eleven point uh, eleven positions off where he <laughs> or he wants to be, but I mean, he's had more surgeries than. Mate, that, anybody. It's no slouch that two fifty class, to be honest. Like you've it's got not. Well, I mean behind Duran, Ricky Latimer, uh Kayla Byron fourteenth, Jace Cosford fifteenth, Chandler Burns, shout out to Burns. He made it I think it was his first main ever. Really? I think. Don't Dude. quote me on that. But he, he made it out of the L C Q pretty impressive. Because yeah. uh, he's like a full privateer. Like yeah, the yeah, David Motorsports sure. guys help him out, but cool to see Chandler like, from around the area yeah, as well. He's, he's from the neighborhood and really cool. Sick. Um yeah. Jack Cooker seventeenth. 
And then Fogarty, Wilson, Todd, DNF, Jason, Jacob Hayes, DNF. So those mm-hmm. are two DNFs we've got to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about those first because, my God, Wilson Todd, I honestly, I don't know how he's still he, here. Honestly, he, I'll be straight up. Like, he, one of the gnarliest crashes I've ever seen in my life. Brained himself. Dude, so there was that rhythm for you guys. That you, you would have seen on Instagram by now. It, it did, ran yeah. parallel to the start straight. It went three, four over yeah. the two tabies, and then there was a three out. Yeah. Now, Wilson Todd got the whole shot. No surprise there because yeah. that's what Wilson Todd does. He's a thug. Just kill. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say he's, he, thug, he's dude, thugging he is, on that. He I mean, went he outside. Got the whole shot from Brizzy on the outside gate. Which is ridiculous. And then he whole shot the, the main again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's leading. I think he leads a lap and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and no disrespect to Wilson Todd, probably doesn't have it in him with the injuries carrying to be leading against Oldenburg and Jacob Hayes. The pressure was Osby. on. Yeah, for sure. So he clips that four when he Ooh. lands. He gets <sighs> no. up onto the bars, hits the three, and no. gets ejected. And basically goes up in the air and lands on his back and his head oh. on the on the he like cased the triple out without yeah. his bike and landed on his back facing the wrong way. Damn. And I'm commentating and I was just like, oh my god, I was just <laughs> losing, losing my mind. Dude. And whilst that's gone on at the start of that rhythm section, um, Jacob Hayes has clip bars with Tanny. I think is what happened. I just caught the very end of it. Yeah. And Tan uh, and Hayes couldn't get the triple in clean. He cases the triple in. Over the bars, headbutts the up no. ramp of the quad, and that's why he DNFs. Two crashes in in the same lap, same lap. on the same rhythm. Damn. And uh, I th- I'm gonna ask Tanny about that, but I think that's what happened. So yeah. in that one rhythm, we lost two of the the heavy hitters. That's insane. That's Supercross, though, isn't it? It like, is. Like anything can happen. Yeah. Um. And he freaking I mean, himself. I don't know how Wilson Todd got up straight up. He just got straight up. No, I mean he, <laughs> he was he was wounded. He he didn't get straight up, but he got up. Yeah, yeah. So hats off to him because I think I heard he matter. I don't know. Is is he even in for the next round? I'm not sure. I got to go on his Instagram real quick. Um, yeah, get on there. I'm not sure. I mean, I only know from experience that when you land on your back from that like that high, you're not you're not breathing much. Well, you, you, know? you would know. Uh, okay, just an update. Uh, firstly. Uh, I haven't really ever uh, for the impact small fracture my T5 and sore hips and pelvis yeah, so I, I don't think he's no, I think he's isn't. out for the season if you're fractured your T5 you're not riding and I think or if you do like that's I don't know that's pretty dumb if you ask me and I hate talking about rumours um, that aren't official on the show but I'm going to do it anyway I'm, do it. it's pretty much done I think that he's going to MXGP next year yeah uh, Wilson Todd that is yeah yeah so um, I mean he'd be so Look, I think at this point he's going to have to mail it home and say, "All right, I've got an MXGP deal and MX2." Yeah. So um, you heard it here first. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a done deal, <laughs> yep. uh, and he's off to to race the MXGP next year, which is cool because he shreds and he should be an MXGP. Absolutely. I mean, I think he did an amazing job in America, uh, which some people say otherwise, but yeah, th- but you know. the, that to jump in, and I don't think that bike or team was probably the best. No, I heard. Um, I have heard some things about that team being a bit, you know. Yeah, it's unorganized. hard. It's hard to say because it's the factory KDM team over there, but I don't think it's probably where it is in comparison to a Star Yamaha. But or even the actual 450 team. Yeah, but I don't know if Wilson Todd jumps on a Star Yamaha. Does he just get top fives? Like, uh, it's no, hard. To say. Hard to say. Yeah, but anyway, sure. that that's the word on the street. So we'll see where Wilson Todd goes, and hopefully he's feeling better soon. So let's get back to the results. Regan Duffy. Duffy. So I'm I'm working with the Raceline guys right now. I'm mm-hmm. doing the um, some social media coverage at the events, and I'm doing their press releases and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, through my new company, ID Media, which I'm going to plug shamelessly right now. 
There it is. There it is. There it is. Again. Again. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been sort of spending some time with the Raceline guys yeah. and um, and hanging out with Duffy a little bit, doing some interviews and just talking to him. I've kind of got to know him a little bit at the Nationals, but mm. because I'm doing TV all day, I don't really get to see the guys during the day, but no. I've actually got to spend a little bit of time with Duffy. He's a really cool kid. Yeah, he seems it. Super mature. Like, you wouldn't know he's 17. Like, yeah, yeah, no. full-on man-child. Yeah. I know he was out at PBI the other day, and uh, yeah, Pete I said he was ripping. Yeah, he's jumping that big quad they got out there. Yeah. Nope. Um, and, yeah, so, like, he started the day, he was in the unseated practice because he didn't make the A main at Brisbane. Yeah. And every session got better. But there was no way at the end of qualifying or the end of the heat race he should have been six in the main event. Really? Nah. Like, so, like, he's just a gamer. Like, when it's time... I mean, he's still running pretty good lap time. His fastest was a forty-seven oh eight nine. There was no one behind him other than the guys at DNF that went faster. So I mean, he like lap time wise, going off best, he was supposed to be in that position. But well, he didn't start in six either. So like he, he was, came, he came through. Really, yeah. I, I don't know. We, we won't have time to get the lap chart up, but there was a big kerfuffle with Chris Blose. Yeah, somehow he had last gate pick. I, I don't know what on earth happened yeah um but he was on the far outside and and he was losing it because he shouldn't have last gate pick i don't know um there was a reason and uh, it got upheld that he got last gate pick but so blows came by duffy and i think they were i think duffy was like at 10th 9th 8th i don't know something like that yeah and then when blows came by he just tagged on the blows and charged through and just just ate the field up. Isn't it funny? Like, you'd know from experience with, like, racing, you have someone go past you and you just get into their rhythm and you start taking their lines and you start doing... And, and all of a sudden, you're going, like, a second faster than what you'd... And it can just be seeing one little section. It's like, yeah. oh, they're hopping that right or they're doing this or... Yeah. Or, you know, it, it just... It might be as simple as the confidence that comes from... Maybe taking a different line through the whoops. Or, like, Or maybe blows got around him and didn't drop him in a lap and then yeah. Duffy was like, oh, hold on. like I, I should be here. I can do this pace. Yeah. This is good. Let's go. It's um as a racer, like you said, it, it can happen that quickly. Yeah, and that would be so sick for his uh, confidence as well, knowing that you know he tagged behind blows for a couple laps. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's cool. I mean, sixth position, sure. and look, that's his second ever Supercross. He's not even an MX2 guy yet. He's in MXD still yeah. technically. Next year is going to be a big year for this guy. Um, so, so I'm, I'm yeah, go this. ahead. I, you know what? I I don't like controversy at all, but you know it's. The second round, you got the bigger track, and you know I still see Bradley Taft in that ninth position. He originally got, um, what was he in the first? Yeah, round? Yeah, I like, don't think it was much better at round one. Not good. He was sixth. You know, sixth and ninth, and he's come all the way from the states. I'm a bit just, I'm, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, I think I had a chat with with Brad on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sort of saying, how's it going? And I said, you know, he's had an interesting year. Mm-hmm. As in, he went back to the States from here for the start of 2019. Yeah. Didn't get a ride. Yeah. And I think he was over it because he said a lot of, to me, like when we were talking, he said a lot of guys that I'm better than had rides. Yeah. And he's like, it kind of was really disheartening. And, I, you know, he said kind of, what's, I don't know what the wording he used, but he said he just really disheartened him and he took some time out. Then he decided to come back. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he raced until he came here. Do you? Did he do any outdoors? I know that. I think he did a couple, but I mean. So I'm going to attribute it maybe to the fact that he hasn't raced much in so a much, year. Yeah. And because and, in practice, there was flashes yeah. that he was like the, the elite level. Mm-hmm. But then in the, the main event, it didn't look Just that wasn't way. there. No. Just, was his starts good? 
I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember where he was. I just remember seeing him around that tenth spot most of the main. Yeah. But the track was gnarly, like as in the whoops were beat up. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's not there with his bike settings yet. Maybe there's a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. At the end of the day, you know, there's but always going to be guys that you think you're better than that are getting different rides. But mm-hmm. look, you just got to get like, dude. I, I hope he does better coming into be the next couple of rounds. It would be good to see him turn it around. Yeah. You know, he had some good rides here last year, I think, before he got injured, right? Yeah, he did, definitely. Um, but yeah. And that's why I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he, how can you go from – I guess it's just bike time maybe, but – We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to so see. Yeah. That was uh, ninth position for now, Taft. Now, let's talk about the top three real quick. So, Oldenburg, we were uh, – didn't get a drop, but after the, the – <laughs> need to start getting these drops happening again. Yeah, yeah. After round one, we were like, oh, my God, Oldenburg, it was terrible. Yeah. He's not where he needs well, to be. We only have to listen to Duran. He was not happy. No, he Duran was him, might as well very disappointed. Yeah. You know, and I think every time Duran talks bad about an American, mm-hmm. they come out and kill it, like Justin uh, Robbell. So if you're listening, Duran, uh, give <laughs> Bradley some <laughs> yeah. some beef. Well, uh, he I'm, needs I'm going to call Duran later anyway, <laughs> yeah. because even though he said he doesn't want to come on the show, I'm still going to call him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Oldenburg comes out from the first practice that I seen him on the track. It was pretty apparent that he had figured it out from Brisbane. Yeah, he, he did say at Brisbane it was tight, and uh, I actually texted Reeves to try and get Oldenburg on the show tonight, but I didn't get a text back. But um, shocking! Yeah, what a surprise! <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully, maybe we'll get Oldenburg on after. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw Oldenburg and Blows at the airport Sunday morning, flying home. And I, they were on my flight, and I was going to go back there with the portable recorder. But I was like, that's a little too keen. Like, yeah, you should have done it. Probably should have, but... <laughs> Just being like, hey, how are you, Joe Stevens? Uh, would you like to yeah. do a quick interview? Exclusive. Ron uh, Burgundy. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, Oldenburg, definitely. I don't think it was comfortable. First race in Oz, Brisbane, tight track. It was definitely, like, it was a tough race. It was. But uh, Adelaide, big track, big whoops, not everything. Scared. Not scared. Yeah. Sent it, and... I think Hayes and he and Osby were the fastest three. Yeah. But I think Oldenburg was probably the fastest guy. I don't know if you want to go lap for lap where he ended up as far as the outright fastest time, but it seemed like he had a little bit more than everybody else. He was 46-1-3 in fastest lap. Uh, Osby was 46-7. So. Okay, so he was the fastest in the main. Yeah. yeah. And then Hayes didn't get a clear lap in the main. He went out on lap two. So yeah. I, th- I think Hayes... May have had Maybe his number, but uh, it's speed. But the hey, race you got to be in it to win it. Hey, you do, and uh, and if you're out, you're not in it. <laughs> that's right. Um, so Oldenburg, yeah, what a way to bounce back. Yeah, that was really cool for sure. Um, and yeah, he was ripping. Uh, Osby, Osby. So he's coming on the show in a little bit. So I don't want to talk too much about Osby, but Osby was second, mm-hmm. and and just I think he lost the lead to Oldenburg in the whoops. Yep. Yeah, made a bit of a mistake, and then was just kind of dropping off and at the midway point he crashed in the sand section. Yeah, right. And Tanny and uh, I think Jay both got around him. And, and then he made his way back past him. Dude, he got Tanny on like the second or last turn to get Damn. second. There was, you go. Yeah, so he dug deep. So we'll talk to Osby about his ride and and then Tanny got third, but we'll talk to Tanny about his ride in a minute. Yeah. Jay Wilson was fast all day. Kind of looks like Jay, I know it's only two rounds in, but he's kind of the best of the rest. Like he's not... It's like those three he's, are like ahead and then he's there. Yeah, like what was Jay's fastest time? He was running 46.808. All right, so he's five, six tenths off. Yeah. Which 
doesn't a sound half, a whole heap, but second. every lap is 20. What was that? A 15 lapper. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jay, look, every, every practice, every qualifier, he goes out first. Mm. He blitzes the whoops. He jumps the rhythms. Like he's trying. He's there. He, he's there or thereabouts. Yeah. And I think he can, if he stays healthy, probably bridge that gap to later in the series. Yeah. But right now he's just a little bit off, but definitely nothing to be, you know, laughed at. Like he's, no, 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 he's, no doubt. I mean, yeah. if you're running before blows, I mean, yeah, I top mean, five in that class is pretty. It's 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 a big deal, you know. It's he's pretty sick. Defending champion for a reason, you yeah, know what I mean. So sure. uh, then Chris Blows, like we talked about, had the crazy gate pick situation, which I can't remember what the cause of it was, but he had last gate pick. He was on the outside. Yeah, and uh, Blows is an intense dude. He looked angry. Yeah, he does look like a pretty intense dude. I would not want to race him. In- nah, he's. Uh, I, I had him on the live show. Um, yeah, that we did out of the Penrite truck and uh, on the Saturday and. And I said to him, you're kind of an intense dude, but he seems really nice in person. So yeah. wouldn't want to get on his bad side. No, you know, I, I wouldn't have wanted to race him in uh, arena, cross? arena cross. Yeah. He would have killed me. Yeah. He reminds me of like a Bowers or something. Dude, for so. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bowers. Um, Connor Tierney seventh. Shout out to Connor, you know, um, dropping down at MSX2 this year. And yep. he's, he's a big guy though, huh? He's, he is. He's tall. He's probably about your size, a little stockier. So he'd, yeah. be, he'd be way into the 85, 90 kilo probably, range. Probably, yeah, he'd be in there. So that's pretty impressive for Connor. Um, On a Yamaha though, like they're pretty pretty stout bikes. You oh, know? Yeah, solid motor. Yeah. That 250's a solid bike. For but, sure. Uh, Tommy Ravenhorst, shout out to Ravo, the Vic Privateer. Let's go. Yeah, that's a good job. Yeah. Um, Reese Bud, 10th. Bradley Taff, 9th. Willsey. All right. Whoops. Oh, Dylan Mills had a big crash. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember where now. He was running all further up than that, and he had a big one. So did Morgan Fogarty. Because I remember, because I, I do some coverage for the David So there was some cardies. There was- oh, mate. The track was, um, yeah. Yeah. As I'm saying, everyone was like, oh, Brisbane's too easy. And, and then they real come out and, and it's like, damn. Oh, this is real supercross. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was some, in, in the qualifying, there was a really bad crash in SX2. Oof. Uh, and that, that guy went to hospital. Um, they cancelled the, the qualifying session there. Oh, so, damn. So he, he got Yeah, he got hurt pretty mangled. bad. Uh, I think he had a head hit. But uh, hopefully he's good now. I don't, I don't remember the writer's name, unfortunately. But uh, let me know how he is if anyone listening here knows what the go was. Didn't Salem's get hurt too? Yeah, Salem's. I Jake Salem's? Crashed. Yeah. What did he do? I think he just knocked himself I've out. I've seen him wakeboarding or something. So, he's so good, he couldn't hit too bad, yeah. No. Nah, he's... Thing is, man, like Supercross is no joke. You know that, and and like if you're got a full time job and you're doing it, it's like or well, a lot of the privateers. And because I saw, I saw, um, we talk about the Vic privateers. Like it's not talking bad on anybody. No, but like Brisbane. I saw Jake Carr and I saw Jake Salem's. Yeah, and um, and I thought that because Carr does Supercross every year, mm. and I thought Jakey Salem's was just there, like pit crew and hanging out yeah and then he's like no i'm racing i'm like oh damn like yeah. that's that's keen because like he's at full-time job yeah doesn't race mx nationals i don't think he's ever raced or ridden supercross I mean, yeah he's like oh, i've been to a track a few times and that's um i mean you know you jumped into supercross you gotta be prepared man last year yeah. after being a motocross guy forever and yeah, yeah. brain myself you did bad bad yeah um and ain't fun you know like no nah, and and look and, and here's the other thing right i'll say you know riding supercross is easy if you can ride, yeah, you can sure. ride supercross. Yeah. You go to the same track five times in a row, triple, triple, triple. Guess whoops. what? You know that track. You're going to ride yeah, that track good. You're good. Go to the races where you've got someone trying to block past you. And then you've got to decide if you're going to seat bounce this three or you're going to hammer the whoops it. or whatever yeah, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, that's where it's different. And the track's yeah. changing and it's daytime during the day. It's nighttime with shadows. Yeah. Um, so hats off to those privateer guys, man. I mean, it's, it's not easy, but I think we'll probably uh, wrap up the... Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, heading into 
Heading in, so where are the points at? So right now, that's the SX1 points. SX2 uh, is oh, right here. We've got Tanti on 42 points. Josh Osby on 40 points. Mitchell Oldenburg, 38 points. Chris Blows, 36 points. Jay Wilson, 34 points. And uh, Bradley Taft on 27. That's our top six. We've got uh, Jacob Hayes, uh, 25 points because he had that DNF. Yeah, so that's, you know, Wills and Latimer and Cosford. That's your top 10. So Tanny 42, Osby 40. So it's 38. So you've got four points separating the top three. So that's basically anybody's. For sure. That's not. That's just like one bad race. And Chris Blois is only six points out. So he's still way in it. Jay Wilson's eight points out. And Jacob Hayes. Now Jacob Hayes, 25, 30. What's that? 17 points. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's rough. That's tough. That DNF's yeah. cost him a lot. Bad. Yeah, for sure. Going from the points lead to... Just he's gonna have to dig deep, man. I mean, if he wins every main from here on out, which do you think he can do? Yeah, I think he can. Really? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how bad he got hurt. As in, I know he rang his bell. I know he's fast, but that's a big call, man. Because here's the other. Yeah, it is. But you said, could he? And not can he or will yeah. he? He could. True, he could. Um, he, yeah. Because he just signed. He and Blows to ride him for that. What's no, that team in the not, state? Not Blows. No. Osby. Osby. The AGE. Blows rode from last year. No, he rode for Gas Monkey last year. Isn't it but same I think team? it was, yeah, same team. But, but I think are, Gas Monkey's out. Are they split now? Yeah. All right. So, anyway, because I think Hayes, you saw that post go up of him signing for the team. Yep. So, did he go back? We don't know. Don't know. I th- Look, man, I don't think he did. I think it was a photo before he left. Only reason for that is he was at Gold Co- the Gold Coast, uh, yeah, like the Clipsal 500, like V8 race. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he, I think he would have taken that photo before he left, but. That's that's pretty cool that, that you know they got two guys that are over here they're going to be on the same, same team, team together. Well, they'll just do one coast, I'm guessing. Yeah, they'll ha- be west maybe. coast, maybe, or they'd be western east because mm, they're I both east coast guys based on the east coast. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they go 450 if they're going to go to the other coast. You know, I'll try and talk to him about it. Yeah, or actually, Osby's on the phone later. He is. Yeah, we could probably ask him. You should. That's yeah, probably your guy. The guy to talk to <laughs> because I know that he's going to be over in club, and I know that uh, Jacob he only lives like an hour an hour away. So that'd be a pretty good little group to go riding with. You know, like same team. Or you, because they've got a good setup over there. Because you was riding Supercross at Club last club, year, yeah, and, and then, then you went to Jacob Hayes' house a exactly. couple of times, right? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, yeah it was yeah. pretty cool. And I mean, yeah, I think they're mates, so be a good little group to ride with. All right, so let's get uh, Aaron Tanny on the phone here. Let's let's do get it. The, the points leader. Um, did we give Don L a shout out for it being his birthday? Yeah, I think we did. We're going to do it again because we're, we're minus a producer today. Yeah, um, happy, happy birthday, Darnell. Happy birthday, Darnell. I mean, I think he's turning 23, uh, but at the same time, he looks about really? 100 years old he's already. So we got uh, Aaron Tanny on the phone. We do have Aaron Tanny on the phone. I was going to wait to introduce him, but uh, Circo <laughs> Yamaha's Aaron Tanny brought to you um, by uh, the guys at AMX. Aaron Tanny, thanks for coming on the phone, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Cool, cool, man. So, hey, uh, how does it feel to be the uh, SX2 red plate holder um, going into Wollongong? It's got to be a pretty good feeling, right? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty um, it's a pretty good feeling, um, especially going into Wollongong. Um, it's where I've been brought up most of my life and a lot of my friends and family are going to be there, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, okay. So it's like a full sort of hometown race for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've spent pretty much all my life till this year um, living in Sydney, so yeah. 
Nice, mate. Well, I got Andy Dinico in the studio with me. He might hit you up with some questions. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. So uh, last year in Supercross, um, you finished fourth, was it? Yeah, where did you get in the series last year, Aaron? Um, I couldn't even tell you. I <laughs> Can I like put you on the spot? <laughs> so obviously, uh, I couldn't even tell you, mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, you, right now you're the points leader. What have you done differently coming into this year? Um I mean, it's kind of, you've always been a good Supercross rider, or it's been known that you, you have the skills, but yeah. it seems like this year you kind of putting it all together, for sure. Uh, yeah, like um, like a lot of people know, last year was my first time racing full-time. So, um, I, you know, I learned a lot last year. Um, I, you know, I had some good rounds, and even in Supercross, I was on the podium. And, you know, I just I just learned a lot and came into this year, um, you know, a new team and just, trying to focus on like consistency more and you know not crashing because like I always had the speed last year I, I might have been up the front and I was even leading a race and I just crashed you know yeah um so just eliminating little things like that yeah for sure yeah I think um what year was it that you was it you and Mitch Evans that had that gnarly crash at OzX Open I think it was right yeah yeah that was in 2017 17 right so did you get injured from that I can't remember uh, what was that? Did you get injured in that crash? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got fully KO'd in that one. Um, That's right. I don't remember that to this day. <laughs> yeah. He landed on you now. It's, I'm remembering it. I just remember that highlight yeah. reel crash, and it was it was pretty gnarly. But, um, yeah, it's cool to see, man. Like like I said, I think you've had the, the reputation of, without sounding probably harsh, like you've always had that reputation of having speed in, indoors and outdoors, but maybe those mistakes and those crashes have, have cost you a little bit. Um, so to turn that around with second and third positions at round one and two and being the most consistent guy in SX2 on the podium, like that's a, that's a pretty big statement right there that you fixed that consistency, you know, issue, I guess you could call it that you've had going on for a few years. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's just been putting in time and, you know, just learning as I go and, you know, just learning off other guys I ride with and, you know, I've put in a lot of hours this year in Supercross and, I felt good coming in, so um, so it doesn't surprise me that I've been on the podium both rounds. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. Still, no, that's for sure. That's that's uh, you've obviously you've done very well this year so far. Who have you been training with coming into the 2019 season in Supercross? Um, so I've just been based in uh, Brisbane near my team. Um, the Yamaha is a track there, and but I've spent most of my time up in Toowoomba with uh, Caleb Byram and. Uh, Jesse Dublin's been there with us and you know he's got a pretty sick track and we've been putting a lot of work there and then um, I guess when Jacob came over we trained with him a little bit at um, the Yamaha track and yeah yeah that's about it oh that's sick yeah okay so you've been spending a bit more of your time up in uh, Queensland and have you been doing a bit of riding with Cloudy as well or not so much this year uh, not so much this year because I've actually I based myself out of Queensland this year right, um, right. to be close to the team um so yeah when i come down to new south wales we always you know catch up and ride and whatever but um it's just been yeah i've been in queensland most of this year so so before you said that uh this last year was your full first full-time racing before that were you working or what were you doing before that uh yeah i was working i did my um i actually did a trade um in air conditioning refrigeration so yeah. i'm a tradesman and um yeah, after I got injured in 2017, I 
was lucky enough that I got a ride with um, Sean Dyson and Holly Pass Carry, and yeah, that was my first time I got paid and could give it a crack full time. Awesome. Yeah, that was cool because I remember talking to you about after you won Mafra because did you win Mafra? I think you did, right? The opening round of 2018. Yeah. yeah. And then I was sort of talking to you with the, doing the NRG TV and you said, oh, you know, it's my first year having a, a real crack at racing with being full-time at it. And mm-hmm. I don't think that was – many people knew that you were doing it part-time, so to speak, um, which is super cool, man, because obviously that's a journey for you in itself, right? Like going from – you know, I guess you don't take it for granted as much as you see some guys do where they've had it easier. You've had to work your way into that factory ride and, and uh, you know, work riding for Serco. Not that, like, the cow you were on last year was a bad bike by any means, but that Serco team kind of has a reputation of having some of the faster 250s in the pits, um, especially in Supercross, that has to help. Like, how are you enjoying the team and, and working with Gavin and the crew? Yeah, you know, the team's been awesome and, like you said, they have a good reputation. Um, they've won many championships over the years and their bikes are strong and you know they've got a good structure and it's been awesome um, happy with the team and yeah everything how it's going um, is it too early to ask you about next season I'm, I'm just guessing you did a one year deal are you looking to stay there or do you know what's going on yet um, I don't know how much I can say. Yeah. <laughs> I got asked this the other week as well. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Man. Um, you don't have to say anything. It's going to land you in hot water, but we got to ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just I guess you got to wait till everything gets released by the yeah, well, the, the official <laughs> channels. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, but obviously, if you're not saying too much, <laughs> it means that there's big things to come, which is exciting. Yeah. There you go. At least, at yeah, least there's. Yeah, no, I'm locked in. I'd rather you have somewhere. I'd rather you have news that you couldn't talk about than no news, right? That's that's a good option. So for sure. Um, so hey, let's yeah. get back into Wollongong, the hometown crowd, uh, Win Stadium. That's a pretty it's a pretty cool setup, big stadium. The, the word on the street is that we're going up into the the seating on the grass area with like a uphill downhill loop, which is going to be cool. Um, so yeah, obviously you're excited for this weekend. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I went and. I went and checked it out uh, the other month uh, to do a few photos and stuff. Um, and, yeah, they showed me, like, what's going to be happening and, and on the hill and stuff. And it's just a pretty cool stadium in itself. Like, you can stand on the grass hill and look at the beach. So it's pretty cool. So, two, it was – you've gone 3-2 um, to lead the points. Obviously, it would be a pretty good feeling to get a win in Wollongong in front of the hometown crowd and uh, family, you know. Yeah, three, two, one. That's the perfect three, two, way to work. Yeah, yeah here you go. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be <laughs> awesome. Um, you know, even to hang on to the red plate for another round. Would, you know, that's the ultimate goal. Um, but yeah, a win would be awesome, especially in front of like I have a lot of family and friends that are going to be at the event, and you know, it would be awesome. So two rounds in, uh, you've obviously stayed fairly consistent. Is that part of the strategy this year? You know, stay consistent throughout the year so you can wrap it up at the end, or um, you're just kind of going for it every race. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, no, I'm always going for it. Um, last round, I did try to play like pretty safe because um, you know there was crashes going. Actually, can I can I interrupt? <laughs> Didn't you have a massive one in the whoops in one of the heat races or the qualifying? Am I am I right in saying that? Um, yeah, in practice, That's I actually right. had a really big one and I'm. Whacked my knee pretty good. It's only the swellings only just went down. It was giving me grief for a few weeks. Yeah, because I I seen that, and uh, obviously I was on the floor right by the whoops. And you, I'll give it to you. You you sacked up, and and you were going through them as fast as anybody. But uh, 
I think he just dipped in with a few to go and spat you over the front, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just kicked sideways and then dropped the front and just legs up in the air. Lucky I was at the end of them, but yeah. <laughs> Talk about those whoops, man, because they, they tore down pretty good there uh, later in the day. Um, it, that's gnarly on a 250. Like, you guys just every lap clicking up, going through. Um, how, how I mean, obviously the track changed a lot throughout the day, but how was that Adelaide track? Um, you know, I love the track. It was um, awesome. The rhythms and like the rhythms that you could do, and um, you know, that's I guess the only really bit like bit that like tore down the worst was um, the whoops, which were pretty gnarly. But you know, they were technical. You just had to, you know, just be consistent, and that's what I aimed for in the main. And you know, like you saw a lot of people crashing now. Pretty sure Matty crashed when he was leading the heat race in the whoops, and that's just not something I wanted to do. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Well, you was involved with a, not involved as in it was not anything to do with you, so to speak, but there were a few crashes around you. Now, did did you see what happened to Jacob Hayes? Because I just caught the end of that crash when he went down. And did you guys get together in the turn before that rhythm and then he clipped the three in? What what do you what happened there? Um, no, we spoke today. It was nothing to do. I was actually going for a pass on Jay Wilson. So I was like, awesome. I was going for a pass on him. And so you were ahead of him at that point? Yeah, yeah, we were, I was, we were ahead of him. And, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like he, he said after, he just he squared down and just, you know, just didn't get enough speed. Um, I didn't, there was no contact on me. I didn't feel anyone hit my bike. Um, yeah, because you know, when I looked up, like, to forward. I was commentating, and when I looked up, it was like, I just saw you, and then he was going down, and obviously it was, and then, <laughs> moving on, did you see Wilson Todd flying through the air without a bike, or did you just well, miss that? that? Yeah. <laughs> I the ending of that that's what there was a bit there was a bit going on on that lap so, <laughs> there was a bit going know, on the ending of that and that was gnarly yeah that that was hands down did you see that and does that phase you as a rider when you see someone just getting completely i don't even know what the word is just yeah, shit whipped yeah. <laughs> like did, did that make yeah. you go Ooh, or do you just kind of block it out uh you know like uh, you're pretty in the zone when you're racing um never, i don't like seeing you know, friends get hurt and, you know, people I race with, um, never nice, but yeah, I was in the zone and, you know, I was doing my thing and my, my goal was just to be smooth and, you know, clear the jumps and all that sort of stuff and just get through the 15 laps, which I did pretty good. Now, uh, switch things up a little bit. Um, you've got Jay Wilson going over to the States to do the first few rounds of West Coast next year. You've kind of always had that reputation of being a good supercross rider, um, I think leading the points against the Americans at this point, it's pretty obvious that I'd say you still got the speed outdoors, don't get me wrong, but I think MX Nationals probably didn't go to plan, correct me if I'm wrong, the way you would have wanted it to this year. Um, do you see your future not being Supercross only, but definitely something you'd want to explore with maybe trying to get overseas, or is that not really on your radar? Um, you know, like the goal is always, I guess, to race AMA. Um, in America or, and whatever and um yeah I'll, I'll just do whatever like I'm a, I can ride motocross I'm just going to sort, sort my things out a little bit um you know I was always sort of up there yeah because I think the crash done. the crash thing without <laughs> telling yeah. you your business from from commentating the, the TV show for the last few years it's we see Tanny up front. Oh, he's got good times. He's in second. He's in third. He gets a whole shot, and then something seems to happen, you know. Um, and uh, I think the speed is there if you can figure it out, right? 
Yeah, hundred percent. That's right. Um, I think one of the I didn't crash as much this year. I just I lacked on my starts a little bit this year, which made it really hard, especially in the shorter races. Um, you know, the longer races wasn't too bad. Um, but the, you know, the shorter ones with the bad starts, I just that was something I had to work out. And you now I've sort of half sorted them out for Supercross, which is doing me some sort what favors. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the starts have been crucial and uh, it was cool It was cool to see. Like, I was watching that first practice at Brisbane and I watched you go out uh, towards the front and you were into it right away. You looked confident. You looked like you were ready to go. And, um, yeah, it was pretty evident to me uh, right away that, you know, Aaron Tanney was going to be a – I didn't think you'd be leading the points after two rounds. I'll be straight up about that. But you were definitely ready to go for mm-hmm. Supercross. And uh, it's cool to see, man. It's good to see Aussie uh, – good to see Aussie taking it to the Americans. Cause yeah, for sure. Everyone says, "Oh, these American guys coming over and that—it's uh, it's unfair." But hey, you're proving that that you can make it work. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not really unfair in a way. It's like good, good confidence for us. Like if we're beating them, like you see the dudes, like you see where they place in the AMA, and you're like, "Oh, hold on, I'm beating these guys. Um, maybe I could go do that too." You know. That's, that's it. I mean, it opens the door, and I think the level you guys have definitely upped your your level and your aggression and jumping things right away, and it's it's cool to see. But um, hey, guys, Aaron Tanny, uh, Circo Yamaha's Aaron Tanny, uh, brought to you by uh, AMX Superstores, all motorcycle accessories. Use the code Inside Dirt at checkout to save yourself ten uh, percent on your next purchase. And um, Aaron, we're going to have to let you go here in a second, mate. But um, yeah, that's it. Points leader, red plate holder. I guess Gavin's got to be pretty stoked at Serco that you're holding it down for the team with the points lead right now. And um, no pressure, but heading into the hometown race, you know, it's that fairy tale waiting to happen. It didn't work out for Brett Metcalf at uh, Adelaide, but maybe it can work out for Aaron Tanney at uh, Wollongong. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys, and hopefully that's how it goes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, hey, uh, thanks for taking the time out to come on, and um, we will catch you Saturday. Yeah, no. There you All go. Right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, mate. Yeah. All right, Aaron Tanny. What a cool story. Yeah, he's he's so soft spoken. Yeah, like even in the pits, he doesn't really say much. But no. he's a gnarly dude. No, I agree. And you know what? To come from you know being fully fully qualified, doing work, to then going on getting a team, and then being on now, you know, one of the most prestige. Um, yeah, race teams the, in the pits. The most prestigious MX2 SX2 team in Australia. And winning the point, you know, he's in the points lead. You know, yeah. that is a sick story, if you ask me. You know what though, Jay Wilson won the series last year as Aussie. Yeah, which I, I mean, and I, I think there's like, more Americans this year, maybe in SX2, but yeah, it's that's gnarly. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, no. I don't think Jay got enough credit for that championship. I don't honestly. think so either, and I, I feel like we always underrate him. But he is definitely someone that you know he could win at any time, and obviously. Uh, so can uh, Tanny because yeah. I mean he's in the point. He's what three he's two, leading, three two. Like he's not locked into that championship lead. No, and if I'm a betting man, he's going to want to come out. Um, hometown crowd, he's going to want to come out and win. Could he get the championship? I think he could if he stays consistent. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys that are going to be out there, they're going to be racing. They're going to be going fast. Like Oldenburg, he blew it on the first race, yeah. hence the reason why he's you know third in the standings. But you know, I, do I think he could do it? I'd like to say yeah, because I, I would want to cool see it. How cool would it be for him to do it? Two Aussies in a row. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. It'd be sick. Straight that two Aussies on Yamaha's like that'd be 
That'd be cool, man. But um, we'll have to wait and see. All right, so who, we'll finish up with SX2 now. Who's your picks? Um, actually, you know who we're going to call real quick? We're going to call the birthday boy. Oh, now because now. I was supposed to call him before. Dude, it's five o'clock. You know it's going to be beer o'clock for that <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he's already drinking. Um, but let's call Darnell super quick. Let's do it. And, uh, oh, no, hold on. I'm calling his mobile. He's in the Cheltenham store? Mm, he's in the uh, the Bayswater. Bayswater. The Bayswater so AMX If you store. want to get yourself some new light hydrogen, go to AMX in Bayswater. Bayswater. Get yourself some. I think we've got him on the phone now. Is this uh, Darnell? Yo! Yeah. <laughs> I've got your phone. Hey, what's going on? I've got your house number because you live out in the sticks and you get no phone service on the mobile. So uh, Yeah, I'm, we still run a little landline out here. Yeah, I wanted to make sure no crazy uh, family member answered the phone. I was like, get out of <laughs> nah, here. No, nah, no, it's just me here at the moment. Oh, I thought everyone was Man. coming over drinking for yeah, your birthday. Oh, we've got a few. Don't make it sound like I'm a loser with no friends, all right? We've got a couple <laughs> people here, so. All right, good. Good. Uh, so we just had your boy Aaron Tanny on the phone. Oh, yeah, my boy. Point leader. Yeah, now are you... I don't want to say I told you so. Well, you were texting me today saying you called it, but I don't remember if you... Uh, did you call it before? I'd have to look back. I called it after Brizzy. Oh, after Brizzy. Oh, one, one race ago. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, that, that was about all. I know I was meant to call you before. So, hey, we're doing our picks real quick for, for Wollongong. So, who's your top three in SX2? Oh, I put me on the spot here. Yeah. Wollongong. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good track, too, going up into the on the grass hill and stuff. Um, it's hard to go past the Americans, though. So, I'm going to go Bloth, my boy Tanny for second, and then Freckle 40, Oldenburg's third. All right, there's your top three. That's it. We're going to write these down this week. We're going to see next week who got it right. Yeah, yeah. Because we yep. never we never yep. do that. So no, no, we haven't done that all year. <laughs> all right, man. No. Well, hey, we um we've got to get Osby on the phone in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so yep. we just wanted to say happy birthday and um, happy birthday, Thanks, Darnell. Thanks, Andy. You're my man. You got have it, brother. A, have a good night. Yep. Don't send it too hard. No, send it too hard. <laughs> send it, <laughs> send no, it as hard no. as you can. <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're 23. Right? That's, yeah. what, that's what they say. So that's uh, why no one's here yet. You know, as long as you're good for the show next Monday, then so you got like you got a six day recovery. Yeah, you are good, man. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll be uh, trying to work it out and try and get to Wollongong this weekend to see some racing. But uh, nice. Yeah, if not, we'll be back in the studio on Monday. So that's it, mate. All right. Well, hey, uh, have a good night, happy birthday, and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, boys. Have a good show. See you, done, yeah, mate. See you, bud. <laughs> what a good dude. It, Daniel's a legend. He is a legend. He's always holding it down. Twenty-three, doing man. I know, right? I didn't think that was that was him. I thought it was turning like maybe twenty-five. Yeah, okay. He looks about forty. I <laughs> know. That's what I mean. I was like, uh, but good all right. Him. So that's Daniel's picks: is Blows, Tanny, Oldenburg. I like Blows for the win this weekend. <laughs> He's due a win. He is due a win, but I don't think it's going to happen, man. All right, who's your picks? Who's my picks? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say Osby's going to get a win. Not because he's coming on the show, because I genuinely think he it's time for him to get a win. Okay. And or write it down. You got Osby. You got Osby. Okay. And I got Oldenburg. Yeah. And then I got Wilson. Osby, Oldenburg, Wilson. Sounds like a law firm. It does actually. It does. All right, I'm gonna get this done real quick. Blost. Okay. Osby. Okay. Tanny. Okay. That's my top three. 
Blows. <laughs> you wrote Blows twice. Os- <laughs> Osby. Osby. <laughs> Tanny. That's my top three. Tanny. All right. That's going to wrap up SX2. That's it. Now let's move into SX1. We don't have any SX1 guests this week, but we're going to talk about where it's at after Adelaide. Yep. And then we'll get Osby on the phone uh, in like 20 minutes. So SX1 right now, Justin Brayton show, 50 points. You can you can do the run through. All right. Brayton, Clout, Reardon, Metcalf, Evans, Waters, Long, Whiteman, Rikers and Dobson right. and then Grady Featherstone which yeah. I don't know if he's going to be here he was over in Europe like this last week this week still did he go back did he I think he might have gone over for some races but that's oh, a I long think journey the man Holland, the Holland Supercross surely um, he's not going to come back that's long maybe he is uh, the last post on his Instagram was uh, our <laughs> it was our uh, podcast promo without any of our podcast material we just zoomed in on him on himself well, that's yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's a kick in the face. <laughs> How about that? Uh, what's he doing? Where's Grady Featherstone at right now, dude? I think he is over there, but he it'll be interesting. Fourteen to... hours ago, he was in Europe because he's got some energy drinks on his story, and it says "effing Europe" with uh, some random energy drink brands. Um, but anyway, Featherstone might be back. Be cool to see him back. I think he's doing the whole series, so he might just fly in and fly out because that's rough, man. That's to be a, honest. a long journey. And he's riding a 450 here, and I think he's riding a KDM 250 over there, which is. Oh, we mean a Yami 450 and a Kato 250 are different? I'm being sarcastic. They're definitely different. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brayton, Justin Brayton, 50 points, 1 yeah. 1 so far. Uh, Adelaide, Brayton was too good. Untouchable. Untouchable would be the word. Yep. Um, whole shot yep. again, I think. Yeah. Whole shot. Mistake lap two or three, missed a rhythm. And we all got excited because Cloudy had got around ridden. And we mm. thought, because Cloud was going fast. Yeah. Really fast. They're not that fast. Well, he matched him for a little bit. Okay. But I think Cloud was at 199%. Yeah. And Brayton was at about 80 yeah. Yeah. So let's that take a look at. Sounds like. like what, what's the lap time saying? So 45, 1, 4, 9, Lan lap 4, Clout round 45, 7. Okay. All right. So Cloudy wasn't even close to his fastest time, really. Mm. Five tenths, six tenths. I mean, they did 20 laps. That's the thing, man. Like, they're not doing like 15 or 10. Well, so. th- and that's the thing is like, Clout, he got around Reardon, dude. He put his head down. And I think for probably five, six laps. He marked Ridden. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Brayton. Brayton yeah. He didn't catch him. Yeah. Uh, but then Brayton just kept going. And that's the thing. I think like, Clout kind of blew his energy a little bit going yeah. that hard. And Brayton's ticking over speed. Like, I think had someone have caught him, he could have upped it. That's what I mean. Like, you look at Brayton, that guy can run 45-1-4 to like maybe 45, high 145s. He can run that the whole race. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, like straight up, he, I've seen him do it. I can see him in training. I've seen him do starts and like the fact that he went out and got a whole shot. It's not a surprise because I see him practice them all the time. Oh, he does every, every time. Like I keep saying everyone, we were out at Mosig's a few years ago. Yeah. Riding Supercross. Brayton would do more starts than anybody. Yeah. And his execute, he's like Dean Ferris. His execution on starts is you can, you could photocopy, not photocopy, you could (laughs) replay um, Brisbane both mains versus Adelaide. Yeah. The start technique is the same. The same. Yeah. To the point where he shifts. Yeah. To the point where he stands up. Everything's the same. Yeah. And I don't see anyone beating Brayton. Honestly, I don't even see Chad Reed beating Brayton. I don't. No way. Like, no. I, you know, because no now Wilson's injured. I don't know who's coming out for. Well, you got Hill. And I mean, Hill definitely is. Dude, Hill, Hill ain't beating Brayton. No, like, he's not. I, I like Hill. 
and he's going to be fast. He's going to be stylish. No, he's not he's, even a chance. He's not going to have Brayton. He's been retired and messing around and doing his thing. Yeah. Brayton's dialed in. Yeah. Um, so who else we got at Oz X Open? Do you think anyone's going to be Brayton this year over here? Anderson. Okay, maybe Ando. Yeah. Yeah. I, bet, I mean, it would just be interesting, though, because I'm, I haven't really seen him do much Supercross, and I know that he did MX Nations, and he missed the straight rhythm. So it's like... Obviously, he's got that raw speed on Supercross. It'll be just be interesting to see whether if he, he can bring it over and yeah, you know, it tear it be. up. It will be. Uh, if Brayton went five from five this year Wouldn't with how you. he looks, it would not surprise me. No. I might be an idiot saying that when we get to Oz X and some of the other guys are here. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised in the coming years to see him come over and maybe do some motocross rounds. I, I do hear that rumor. Mm. I hear it's been trying to happen for a few years, but obviously he just got that HRC right over in uh, America, so he's not going to be doing it. Nah, yeah. not anytime soon. Well, not this year at least. But you got to wonder. It's coming. Maybe it's coming. I mean, it would be cool. I don't know if they could afford to bring him <laughs> out for a full year, dude. I don't think it's about that though. I think it's about him. Like he genuinely likes it here, well, and he I think l- he really likes it in Queensland. He and bases himself on the Gold Coast. So yeah, it's like is no, it Gold- Sunshine, Sunshine Coast, Coast, which so. is amazing. I mean, if you had money coming in and you could go ride your bike every day, yeah. the Sunshine Coast is not a bad place to live. I agree. It could be. Definitely better than freezing cold Melbourne where I'm looking out of our window right now. And Yeah, it was just – I just want to touch base on Melbourne. <laughs> it's been like 25 upwards all week. Dude, it gets to the weekend and it shits down rain. I got back from Bali on Thursday and yeah. it was 35. Yeah, it was amazing. Great. Yeah. And then it, the next day it was like 15 and raining. It's like long weekend, let's rain all weekend. Yeah. And get nothing up. done. Yep. Good podcast. Back to, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Back to SX1. So that's Brayton. Brayton now Luke Clout. Luke Clout is kind of his home round at Wollongong as well. Yeah. He's from Sydney. I think that area, Newcastle, right? Yeah. Um, he's going to be fast. I hope so. And I really hope that he gives Brayton a bit of a fair. He'll give him a run. Yeah. I, I think we've got a traditional format again. I, think. I like that. No one's going to touch Brayton on 20 laps. So no. Clout is going to give it a red hot go. Um, now, Reardon and Cloudy are tied for second in points. Uh, get the championship up again. Oh, yeah. Uh, championship, right, boom. Yeah. So, yeah, 42 points each. So, they're eight points back from Brayton. They're both on 42, tied for second. Yep. Now, Reardon, he clipped that quad in practice mm. uh, and went arse over tea kettle. Really? On that triple out in Adelaide. And that was a big hit. Again? Like, he took it like a champ. He Sounds got, like a lot of people ate the dust, huh? Well, that quad, right, the distance, it... it it, I say it wasn't big, but it, it wasn't that big, right? Mm. But the problem was you went three in, a, a tight transition, and then, you know, on a 450, if you give it, like, your your number one fear in a rhythm is going long, OJ, yeah. like, into the next takeoff. Mm. At least it always was for me. I hated mid-rhythms on a 450. Scary, yeah. Because if you just go triple, it's like, bah, bah, but when you got to do four, it's like, yod. And then when you hit that big three-quarter throttle. Yeah. Can we just have that, what was it, what did it sound like, the mid no, the next one. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and I think Reardon, when I interviewed him at the um, for the the commentary at the venue, he just said that he got a bit lazy and didn't give it enough, so he yeah. got the distance of the quad, but not the height. And mate, and know, he, he's same as what Wilson told that he clipped it, went off the front on the three, <sighs> and he kind of went off the side and clipped the bars and like land off the side of the jump because he kind of was big there. He rolled the windows down to get away from the bike. It was big. Like, I heard it. I didn't see it. I just caught the end of it. Digga, digga, but it was like, you know that like scratching plastic, oh. like, thud? And I was like, damn. Someone ate it. But, yeah, he took it He took it like a champ. So, he didn't have any endurance in him. Like, he ran up front. He got third. 
uh, in Adelaide and he ran up second for a few laps, but you could just tell he was trying to get through the night. So yeah, for sure. wouldn't be surprised if you saw Reardon run up front again at Wollongong. Now, Brett Metcalf, the hometown hero, mm-hmm. um, you want to talk about the legend that is Brett Metcalf. Mm. He was leading his heat race. Yep. Uh, oh, I can't remember who was in his heat now. It was a few weeks ago. But he was leading. The fairy tale was coming true. Like we were doing the commentary and it's like, you know, can Brett Metcalf win in Adelaide? And everyone's just losing their mind, you They're know, because like, he won last year at Gilman, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's leading the heat race. He gets like five laps in, four laps in. I don't know if it was Reardon. I think it was Brighton. I think he was battling Brighton. Can you find out? I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Would have been this one, Brett Metcalf third. Okay, so okay, so he was battling with Clout. <clears throat> okay, so Clout's on him, and and Meddy's he's giving it, he's giving it all he's got. Yeah, and dude just hammers the whoops, like just comes in Mac ten, oh. and gets about three quarters of the way through, oh. and the huck becomes a buck. No. And then the leg fell off. The legs came up. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bars turned. Oh, and and dude, like he. You know them crashes where their legs aren't on? Yeah. And he sort of headbutted the bars twice, but the bike was wide open and kept moving. No. So he got about three or four whoops without his legs being on the bike, and he was sort of headbutting the bars each time. Then it finally turned and spat him up in the air. Happened fast, huh? And he landed back on the bike. like on No. The, but like he wasn't riding it. No, he, he just he landed just back. Landed on the bike. And it was like the hot... You could just like... It was like someone popped a balloon in the venue. Like everyone's... Like, enthusiasm yeah, for it. Oh. it was like, oh, Medi's not going to win. Like, oh, yeah. man. And it was like, is Medi alive was the first question. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to interview him when he finished the heat race because he came back to third and like you could tell, dude, like he was, not happy. you know, when the eyes are a bit glazed over. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he had a big hit. <laughs> he um, hit the bars twice. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, but he gave it his all, but he went down on the first lap of the main. He got back to fourth, which is, yeah. no, did he? Where did he get in the final? Um, I'll pick it up right now. He ended up fourth. Yeah, he got fourth, which I don't know how because he crashed in the first lap and got stuck under his bike. But yeah, hats off to Medi. Um, he only did about a second off the fastest time as well. It's not much. Like, there's not much in it. No. Like, um, so Medi fourth. he's fast. He's going to be fast again. But two rounds now, where he's had some rough results. You know, so he's in the championship. I he's mean, yeah, thirty six. So he's fourteen points out. And six points out of second. He's still there. He could still have a decent series of the points. I think he could get top three. Um, Richie Evans. Yeah. Really good ride. For sure, isn't it? It's his first year in 450. Yeah. First year 450, killed it. I think he, would he get fifth at uh, Adelaide? And he's uh, fifth in the points. No, yeah, I believe so. He got fifth at Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, Joel Whiteman got sixth. And that's a big shout out to Whiteman too. Yeah. That's he, a, I mean, he finished in front of guys that are on factory teams. Yeah. Or, you know, Todd Waters is on a factory team. So, uh, Dylan Long is on a factory team. Yeah, Whiteman, he he killed it. Um, had a really quiet ride, I guess you could say. Like, started well and just stayed there. Yeah. Didn't really stand is out. Is he still riding for that Honda team? It's like his Honda team. Oh, is it? Sort of thing. Yeah, oh, right, like right. it's kind of their own privateer deal. And yeah. I think Uriv and the Honda guys. They help him out. They kick him bikes and parts and he kind of does his own deal with his own truck. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so, yeah, I like Whiteman. He's a solid guy. He's had a few years of injuries and he kind of... Do you want to stop like moving Sorry. the table or? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, you know, he kind of, he works part-time job, is a privateer effort. So six in the main, like that's Pretty impressive. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. Uh, Dobson, privateer seventh. Jesse still to me isn't living up to what he could or should be doing. He, he shows some good speed. Dude, his speed is so fast. Like if you look at him in qualifying, he's always jumping everything right away. Yeah. 
he's there or thereabouts. Just the race execution. It's, it's just it, not there It's just yet. not quite there yet. I no. hope he figures it out. Cause I he mean, he's training, he's training with uh, Tanty, you know, and... Um, well, you see Dobson's Instagram bangers. I mean, I know they're Instagram bangers, but man. Still sick. So fast. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, he's got so much potential, but I, I do worry a little bit with Dobson that it's getting to that point where he might not figure yeah. it out. I don't know. It's been a few years now. Like, yeah. he was that guy coming out of the 250s in SXD, MXD, 16 he had that KDM factory ride in Supercross. So it's I know he's he's probably only like 22 or 23. I think he's my age, yeah, 21. 21. So so he's got a long time to figure it out, but in the context of the sport, he's got he's already a privateer. Dude, uh, I mean, look, he's in 7th. I mean, I wouldn't say it's horrible. I, I mean, there's guys behind him that I expected to be a bit higher up. It I mean, ain't horrible, but is 7th going to get you that ride back? It could get you a ride that's in 10th. I mean, doing longs in 10th my only counter to that is no one hires someone to get 10th. Like you hire someone with the idea that yeah, he's going to be a podium or a top five. Yeah. Cause the second seat in Australia, let's be honest, is not really a paying. Like if you're a, no, a, not at all. if you're a B rider and a factory team over here in MX one, you're getting peanuts. You're getting by. Yeah. 20, 30 G's. If that, if that yeah. bonuses and you're there to be there to represent the manufacturer, no. which I'm sure Jesse would take over what he's got. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't, I'm sure he wouldn't have to pay for bikes. No, I think the MPE guys look after him pretty good and, yeah. and Husky. And I think he's pretty tight with the KDM group. But whether or not he's getting paid, well, that's a different thing, isn't it? You know? Well, he probably isn't. I no. think from when we had him on the show in, uh, in the MX national season, he sort of said he's putting his own program together and he gets some help. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Dobson, you know, it's just not disappointing for Dobson, but I just, everyone knows how good he is. Yeah. Maybe the results will come. Hopefully they do. Todd um, Waters, you've got an eighth, which look, he's under, he had, he came into this series with an injury. No I, preparation. I mean, both thumbs broken. Rough. That's a rough go, man. And I think that eighth, look, it's not obviously where he wants to be or he thinks he could be, but I mean, he's he's doing what he can. And if he didn't ride, well, then there'd be no one on the team, you no. know? And, and we expect that... Um, you know, he'll get better each round. I think so. Because now we've got another couple of weeks off. We would have yeah. had a chance to build. So um, Jackson Richardson, I know we, I talked about this when we did the little uh, wrap-up show yeah. in the rental car. Yeah, I was kind of, after after seeing Jats at Adelaide, I was a bit concerned. Mm. I was like, oh, man, this doesn't look good. As in, I didn't know how bad his foot injury was. He kept it under wraps. Yeah. But then he was in a moon boot in between rounds, and it looked to me like he had – up some broken bones in his foot from the, the swelling and the bruising I saw on his foot on the Instagram. Then you put two and two together. He rode to ninth in the final. He was just surviving. You know, that crash at Brisbane is really going to cost him this year. And yeah. hopefully he figures it out where it's going to heal. All right, so look, if you've got an injury, right? And I, I know like sometimes you have to ride and it, you know, it is what it is, but if you're out there getting ninth and I know that Jackson thinks he can get better and I think that he can do better than that, are you doing yourself justice going out and racing? You're not, but when you've got a privateer program like he has yeah. and he's got Rockstar and Just One and, and all those brands, Fist and whoever else. Yeah, but you're out there still getting ninth. But you got to remember the what I'm getting at, the economy of him as a brand. Yeah. Yeah, getting ninth as a racer isn't good. But representing your sponsors, getting content, being jets at the track, mm. that's half the reason he has those deals. Yeah. So he I has, guess. he has to go represent like same as Chad Reed going to Monster Cup and getting tenth or whatever he got. Yeah, but wouldn't you just I don't know. I think it'd be better off if you just went to the races and shook hands and you know, why aren't you racing? Well I'm injured. Yeah, I, I get it, but 
from someone that works with brands and stuff. I guess so, yeah. You've got to represent the companies. Like, mm. I don't know what Rockstar gave him. Let's just throw out a figure. Yeah. You know, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, they're going to rather that bike be on the track. Even, not even if he's like, hey, guys, my foot, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying for sure, but my foot might be broken or whatever it, mm. he's got going on. I got strained this or bruised that. I'm going to be struggling but I'm still going to have the bike on the track because I want to represent you. That goes down better to me than yeah. I could race, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you got to think about next year, he needs to put this program together again. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know? Yeah, I'm assuming that it's only like a one-year deal. If that. Well, I mean, it, everything's one year in yeah. this game. <laughs> so, <laughs> Or even a few months with Supercross, right? So, rounding out Jackson Richardson, you've got then Dylan at 10th, Long. Dylan Long. Yeah, Longy. I don't know. I, I didn't really see too much of Longy on the day as far as anything stand out. Like, he looked good, but... I mean, he's two seconds a lap slower than in anyone else. As far as, like, the top guys? 48.8, and they're running 45s. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I don't want to talk... I, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's hard to say. I don't know. I don't know if... if uh, There's something going on, or... Not something going on. I don't know if, if the, the suspension may be... You don't, who I don't know. Like he didn't look. He didn't look comfortable. He didn't yeah, look like. I, I don't want to speculate. So it's like you don't yeah. want to throw the team under no, the no. bus or whatever. So we'll just see. Like see what Longy can do. And we, which you know what? Straight up, I think that Longy should be a top five guy. He should, and he can be. I think so. He um, should be, and he honestly needs to be if he's going to keep that ride or keep a ride, a ride. for next year. Because yeah. like with the injury he had, he didn't do a lot till the end of motocross. And he still did good at the end of motocross. We know his potential. That's the thing, you know. So there, are, there has to be something going on or something underlying for him not to be going. Well, where did he get it round one? Let's talk about round one. Round quick. one. Yeah, because I don't want to I don't want to talk bad on him if he had a good round one. I just can't remember. That's uh, – that's It's all right. Take your time. So that is – Fifth. Okay, so fifth. All right, so that's different. That's where I think you should fifth be. Fifth is really good. And that was with a – Seventh and a fourth. Yeah, okay. So you have fourth and second final. So that's where Longy needs to be. So let's just put this one down to a rough night. Yeah. Um, not just him. I think a lot of guys might have had some setup issues at Adelaide. Yeah. Going into a legit Supercross track. Oh, mate, it was a lot different than yeah. You know, Brisbane. Uh, you know, like you ride, you've ridden American Supercross tracks. And pr- yeah, well, and we- like that that track there in Adelaide, that was an American spec almost. Like, yeah. there's there's obviously a few transition differences in the, the the diameters of the jumps with how steep they are in the states. They're steeper. Yeah, but it wasn't far off. Yeah, like I've ridden American Supercross tracks and I've ridden Aussie Supercross tracks, and that was probably one of the most yeah American Aussie tracks I've seen. <laughs> You're right, big dog. Bro, I nearly died just then. Yeah, Holy you held probably. it in. Um, Jaden Riker's eleventh. Yeah, that's pretty good for Jaden. He's a Supercross rookie. Um, you know, privateer first year. Yeah, it's good on a four fifty. Like now, that's no joke. Justin Carafa, twelfth. To put this in perspective, yeah, Justin Carafa. I'm thirty two years old. Me and Justin, I lived in Australia for a little bit when I was on eighties in like two thousand, and um, and uh, sorry, I just got a text, mm. um, from Osby. Yeah. Um. Wait, you said you were thirty two. I'm thirty two. Yes. Boy, you look blown out. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, you know what? I got to come to me when you're 32, bro. I already, I don't know. I'll even be talk about 44 that. 44, <laughs> and we can have this conversation. Um, so Justin and I at the same age. Mm. We came up together. Um, we raced 80s together when I lived in Oz for a little bit. Um, anyway, so he had like a whole pro career back in the day. Yeah. Right? Because obviously at 32, we're way past our expiry mm. date. And he just, you know, earlier in the year, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come back, blah, 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 and and do my thing. And uh, race couple, you know, you Eve at Honda, they gave him a bike and stuff. And That's pretty cool. He goes and gets 12th. And uh, he got married a few weeks before the event. Like he didn't ride that much. It says here that he rode a Sherco. Are you sure it was a Honda? <laughs> he didn't. He used to ride Sherco. <laughs> I don't know why that's there. He rode Sherco in the off-roads last year. Bro, I would not ride a Sherco on Supercross. No disrespect to Sherco. I've never ridden their bikes. but You, you definitely wouldn't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> They're definitely yeah outdoor. <laughs> How's that? He's riding a red Sherco. No, he's on a Honda. Right. Um, but no, he did really good, man. 12th. Uh, I think he'll do better at Wollongong too because he's gnarly. As in he, uh, the more he rides, the better he'll get. I raced him at a, a charity race, that Nunna Wadding Charity Arena Cross earlier in the year. Yep, and um, and I whole shot a moto in the pro race, which was a really bad idea. Oh, and uh, Justin was on a two fifty two stroke, and he came by me in the whoops, and I was like, dude. It's a fun race. Like you can, yeah, slow down. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't have to show me up like that, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and put in perspective, like Jack Simpson was there and Jacko blew by me, and then I think Justin beat Jacko in that moto. Damn. So um, that's no joke, man. He, nah, so I like, mean, look, at, he at got his 12, age, so. like he can still ride. Yeah. So, um, uh, Grady Featherstone, uh, Caleb Ward, thirteenth. Wardy, man, big crash on the quad. Really? Or the jump for the quad, the triple in. I was standing on the start straight, getting footage and doing my media thing, and he got, um, yeah, he hit the ground. Off he got shit another one. Damn. Uh, so hats off to him for getting through the night. But that's I pretty just, much um, just a quick thing as well. Yeah, I got to read this for those that uh, thing. that didn't didn't watch it or haven't looked at the results. Um, Justin Brayton lapped up to sixth place this weekend. He did, last. and he was easing up. Yeah. At the end of the race. Like, I reckon the last five or six laps, he was... So, you know, uh, I believe 14th got double lapped. Yeah, I can see that. So... But it's not know. much different in the States. Like, when they do them 20-minute motos, those guys are mailing it home... Oh, 100%. No, that, 10 minutes in, so... For sure, no joke. But, you know, ju- those guys up in the top three, the top five, they're hauling the mail. They are. They're on another level. For um, sure. So that's SX1. So, hey, who's your picks for Wollongong SX1? All right. I'm just going to say Brayton straight up because I just genuinely don't think anyone's on his level right now. Yeah. Uh, second, I'd like to see Metcalf to be there, but I think that I'm going to put him third. I'm going to put Metcalf third. I'm going to put Brayton first. And for second, I'm still going to put Luke, Luke Clout. All right. I'm going to go Brayton. Wait a second. Is Hill coming back? Yeah. Okay. So forget... Um, <laughs> forget... I'm going to say forget... Metcalf, I'm going to put Hill there. I'm going to go Brayton, Clout, Hill. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, I just did it. I'm going to have to change it now. So, <laughs> Brayton, Clout, Hill, Reardon's going to be fourth, and Metcalf's going to be fifth. That's that's my, my take. All right, well, I think you're wrong. Okay. And, uh, I think that it's going to be Brayton, <laughs> yeah. Clout, Hill. Yeah, but I'm wrong. It's the same. No, actually, I'll just put – I'll switch route. I'll just do Brayton, Hill, Clout, Metcalf. All right. We'll see. Um, all right, guys, this is the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recover8. I uh, just had a, a text from Tarnell. He is the connection at AMX, uh, works at the Bayside store. He just said to make sure that so you guys are on the lookout. If you're going to the Wollongong Supercross, um, AMX is going to have promotional girls handing out details of how you can win a uh, Penrite Honda CRF 450 replica. 
and um, also the Fly M2R and uh, AMX stand is going to be um, in the... So two bikes going to be one, up. One bike, well, the... I don't know about that Matto thing yet. Okay. He did bring it up, but that's I haven't heard anything official about that. Right. But for sure, you're going to go in the draw if you check out the AMX Promo Girls and the AMX M2R Fly Racing Stand Damn. in the exhibition area. Yeah, look at that, huh? Um, you get to get um, the Promo Girls, get your details, you that's, go in the that's draw. That's probably the most highlight, though. It's the a win-win. Promo Girls. Yeah, I mean, because Promo Girls and a free bike. Look at that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically I'll, I think we'll be doing the pit show Saturday, uh, from the AMX stand is the plan. So, uh, AMX fly racing into our McLeod's accessories stand. So come see us, come see the promo girls, hang out and listen to the podcast show and go in the draw to win a free Penrite Honda 450. And, uh, also AMX superstores have got a new store, um, at uh, Campbelltown. So that's uh, 22 Blacksland Road, Campbelltown. That's in New South Wales. Yep. So that's not crazy far from uh, Wollongong. So if you're in the area, check out the uh, the new store at Campbelltown. And uh, thanks again to the guys at AMX and Fly Racing, uh, M2R. And with that, we're going to call Josh Osby. There it is. Um, and again, guys, make sure if you're in New South Wales, if you get to Wollongong, it's going to be a sick event. It will, and uh, this guy coming on the phone right now is going to be, uh, I think, one of the guys to watch as far as what goes on in SX2 at Wollongong, and that is uh, Raceline KDM Thor's Josh Osby. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No worries, mate. So, hey, you're up there in the um, – I finally got it right this week. We, we figured out the time difference to Queensland before we called, um, but you're up there in the Queensland sun. So uh, how's things been after uh, – after Adelaide, you're up there doing some riding with the with the crew you got. How's things going? Yeah, it's been really good. Obviously, uh, the sunshine's always nice. Um, it's pretty hard to beat, but yeah, just been getting out after it with uh, the Latimer brothers and Justin Brayton. Just had a good couple weeks here. Got some good training in, and um, I'm actually just packing my clothes now, um, and I'm going to head towards Newcastle tomorrow. It's for uh, Wollongong. So you've been basing yourself out of the Latimer's um, place. They got that Supercross track set up right there, yeah? Yeah, so I stay at uh, one of my good friend Dan's house. Um, he's about about an hour from Latimer's, and then, yeah, we just go ride Latimer's every day. So they've been uh, gracious enough to let us come ride the Supercross track and kind of base out of there. And obviously we all get good training, and so it's, it's been really awesome. Nice. Well, um, hey, I've got Andy Dinicole in studio with me. Um, I think you guys might know each other, actually. He's co-hosting with me today. So, uh, G'day, Josh. How's it going? Yeah, how are you, man? <laughs> I uh, spent a little time with Andy last year. I had some good times. And uh, yeah. yeah, we were teammates there for a little bit until he unfortunately got hurt. But Yeah, brain yeah. myself. Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, you got, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot Andy. Uh, he didn't make round one, unfortunately. No. But no. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so uh, you, you said you were doing a bit of riding with uh, Justin Brayton at the moment. How influential is he on your program over in Australia? Yeah, uh, he's obviously huge on my program. The guy is, as anyone knows, he's one of the most composed guys there is in the starting line. And just everyday life, he's a he's an awesome guy to learn from and um, kind of try to follow in his footsteps as close as I can. Um, obviously, he's He's very mature. He's got kids, and that's uh, you know something <laughs> I'm very far away from. So it's good to kind of slow things down for myself and um, try to live in that life as much as I can. I guess just you know keeping everything as, as serious as I can. He's obviously 
wicked into training and, and on the bike work too. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to latch onto him a little bit as, you know, everyday life and just learn as much as I can. And I do enjoy his family a lot too. So it's been good to hang around them as well. Yeah. It seems like you guys have got a good setup up there with the, with the track to ride. And, um, I guess for you, I, I don't know if you're a big fan of, uh, well, obviously you would, would be a fan of the outdoor nationals in the States if you had the right ride, but, um, Obviously, that that con the Supercross deal between America and, and Australia that Justin Brayton's doing um, definitely a, a thing you might want to try to emulate in time. Yeah, like you said, with the right ride, outdoors is fun. But um, I think that the way the sport's going, Supercross is definitely um, on the horizon of being a, a full time thing for a lot of people. Um, and like you said, the program Justin has with with being back in Supercross doing the full Supercross series and then coming here and kind of taking the summer as a little bit of a break. Like for me, I, I've done Supercross. Obviously, it's not the whole thing like Justin's doing, but still nine races. You're still training just as long. Um, and then this summer, I went and did the whole Canadian series. And then right after that, pretty much started training and coming here. So like I, I haven't the last two years had really an off season at all. I've just been kind of going at it and not that I get burned out. I, I love dirt bikes so much, but it's definitely, um, definitely something that can, can weigh on your mind as far as, uh, like never taking a step away from it. Um, so I think that it's nice to have a couple, couple months off during the summer. Um, and, uh, I think Justin, Justin has a really good program with that. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that's, uh, you'll see more guys. I don't know. I thought we would see more guys trying to do it already from the States, but it, it seems like, it seems like the 450 rides in America now seem to be going back to to not only Supercross, but you have to do both. It looks like most of the top guys are doing that again now. Um, but yeah, Justin's found a way to make it his own and it would be cool to maybe you can do it on a 250 for a few more years. So how old are you now, Josh? Are you still pretty young? Yeah, I'm, I'm 23 now. So uh, right. I, I feel young. I, I guess in grand scheme of things, I am young for the sport. I guess I'm not super young, but still, I mean, Justin and I actually had a conversation about this the other day, just uh, age and his whole program of getting over here. I think that first off age, like that guy's about to turn 36, I think, or is he's 35. Like, dude, he is, I would say the peak of his career right now. And you don't see that very often. So um, that's why I'm trying to latch on as much as I can and learn from him. Uh, and uh, obviously there's, there's a long career you can make out of it if uh, you do it right like him. So, and yeah, then for sure it's uh, with how he's go ahead. No, go ahead, bud. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, with how he's gotten his uh, deal sorted with everything over here. I think he's, he's so good with making relationships with people that um, he's had, like, you know, obviously Honda and everyone's been a part of him doing whatever he wanted. Like the guy goes wherever and is supported by everyone. So, um, yeah, just trying to trying to learn that, and yeah, hopefully be able to come over here and do that for years to come. That's it, mate. Well, hey, it's, is this your second year back here now, or is it? I think it is, right? You second year returning with the Raceline KDM Thor team. Um, yep, obviously second year. you found a pretty good home with those guys, and I've been been uh, working with the Raceline team this year, doing some content and uh, some um, some event coverage and PR and whatnot. So I've been spending a bit of time with you. Uh, in the truck and whatnot, but it seems like you got a, a pretty good home there with the team. Um, talk about coming back with them for the second year and, and obviously how it's all going with that. 
yeah, that's like, uh, I did make a very good home there. I was very blessed to be able to come over and deal with, uh, somebody like Chris Woods and, um, the other mechanic, Sean, like they've taken very good care of me last year. I, I went straight to the shop and I lived with those guys. So got to become pretty close with them really quick. And then, um, yeah, I chat with them all year long. Even I, I had no clue whether I was going to come back over this year, but I enjoyed them. So I always stayed in contact with them and then it ended up working out to where I could come back over. So it, it all worked out to be awesome. And obviously, uh, I think you spent the summer up in Canada this year, right? You was riding a Yamaha up there. Is that right? For the uh, yeah, C- I, CRT, CTR? C- CRT, yeah. team. CTR team, yeah. We did the Supercross, and then that team went to Canada, and I, I went with them. Oh, cool. All right. So then jumping back on a KDM, obviously a little bit of an adjustment, but uh, you've obviously made it work. Yeah, it was actually a really easy transition. I, I really enjoy the KTM, spent quite a few years on them, and uh, Raceline has a really good bike setup uh, that I could just jump right on, so it worked out awesome. So, oh, uh, you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, well, I was just going to bring up, uh, obviously, we're two rounds into the series, and um, you know, you've won one, I guess you could say you've won one final at, at the opening main event. Um, right now, you're sitting... Uh, where are you in the points right now? Sorry, trying to get that up. You're sitting second, uh, uh, second in points. So it's yeah. two points out of the lead. So you've had basically a main event win, and uh, you've had a third and a, a second, no, fourth no, overall, tied for third at the opening round, and then uh, a third at um, second at round two. Second. Second. Sorry, Josh. It's been a long show, man. I'm nearly two hours in, and my brain's yeah, a lot fried. Um, but just to summarize, it's it's been a good start to the season. I think your speed is as good as anybody's. Um, you know, talk about Brisbane, talk about Adelaide. How's it been going for you so far? Yeah, it's been good. I got over here and was able to get a little bit of time on the bike. And then Brisbane, uh, I would say it was pretty good. Obviously, the first main I was able to win. And then second main, I kind of just got bumped around there with a couple of guys, which the track was so tight that it was kind of expected. So I was happy. I wish I would have been on the podium, but I was happy to leave the healthy and with good points. And um, then Adelaide was good. I, I had a good day all day, felt good, never had any big hiccups or anything. And, um, uh, I really enjoy my bike this year, even more than last year. So that's, uh, it makes just riding and racing that much more fun. So, um, yeah, the season's been good. Just kind of been plugging away here. Um, and yeah, I just, I guess for me, it's, it's, I've had a lot of fun, like the group of people I'm with and, um, so that in turn comes into making racing even more fun. So uh, I've just been having a good time, and I guess it showed a little bit on track too. Yeah, for sure it has. And um, I would say that, you know, watching you, you know, head out for practices, especially at Adelaide, you know, there was a lot of big rhythms, um, you know, the 3-3, three, three, um, you know, uh, the, the two rhythms in a row. We had the 3-3 three, three single and then the 3-4-3 three, three coming back. You know, you were one of the first guys, I think, to figure those out, and you were doing it pretty much second, third lap right away. Um, you know, it's no, no surprise that, you know, a lot of American riders with that AMA Supercross experience get it done quickly, but on a 250F, like, there were some pretty big jumps. Um, so, obviously, uh, you know, that confidence is there for you to hit that stuff right away, which was cool to see. Yeah, that's one thing, uh, and going back to Justin, I talk about him a lot, but uh, he, he's always kind of, then the guy to go out and jump things right away and have that kind of in his back pocket to not just jump everything, but be very calculated when he's jumping things. So, um, just, I guess, latching onto his program here recently 
it's allowed me to, I get that's like the mindset now is, is go get things out of the way. So that way they're out of the way. And then once you get the jumps out of the way, then you can start linking laps together and then the day kind of falls in together. So, um, that's, I think made that day in Adelaide really, really awesome for me as I got all the jumps out of the way. And then I had some fun practice sessions, just kind of ripping around laps. And it was just the kind of the practice day. Yeah, it kind of was because I watched you, like I said, I think by lap three, you'd pretty much jumped everything there was to jump. And then, you know, within that 10 minute window or whatever the practice session is, like there was still guys at the end stressing case and stuff, trying to figure it out. You know, they're pumped up, they're blown out, whatever it is. And then you were kind of cruising and figuring out the turns and different lines and you'd already got the hard stuff out of the way. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's, it's easier said than done to just say, oh, I'm going to jump everything second lap. But uh it definitely does make your day a lot easier once you get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, once you can start linking laps together, you're, you're not just stressed. I, I know how it is. Like you can get so fixated on one jump that you need to jump or a rhythm you need to do that you end up not even, it, it could be faster to just double the section and pin it through all the other track and keep focused on, on putting your lap together rather than, you know, messing up thinking about that one jump throughout the whole other track. So, um, yeah, just try to get that stuff out of the way and, and then be able to just link my laps together and, and make my day a little bit more enjoyable. Some good advice for you youngsters listening, for sure. But, for sure, um, yeah. hey, uh, heading into Wollongong, um, obviously you've had that moto win at Brisbane, but we haven't, you know, stood on top of the podium just yet. So, uh, what, um, you know, how are you feeling coming into Wollongong? What's the goal? You know, how are you feeling? What's going on? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, my goal is to go on Saturday and, and have a lot of fun. I think when I'm having fun is when my best results come. Um, I, I'm not one to like put a number on things of what place I want to be. Obviously, I want to do very well, but... Um, no, we're good at that. Yeah, we're going um, to put you on the spot on record and say, <laughs> where are you going to finish? So I'm, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I just want to have fun. I think that that's when good results come and... And as long as I'm having fun, then things will continue to go good. So, so my main goal. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. It'd be good to see you. Uh, you're actually my top pick for this weekend, so I'm hoping you go out and get yeah, a win. I appreciate it. No, 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 good. I appreciate oh, good. it. So, uh, you know, you were on the CTR Yamaha team uh, last year for the you know Canadian Motocross Series. Uh, you were on the, um, you know, uh, what is it, Can, uh, KTM um, Raceline gig for this year uh so breaking news i believe you're racing for the age uh or yeah aje uh husqvarna team over in the states yep yeah so as soon as i get back to the u.s after uh melbourne i'll i'll get my stuff and go straight out to california to tax with those guys and yeah i'll be a part of the aje husky team so i'm excited to I've done a couple of years of Supercross now and yeah. um, never done West Coast. So I'm excited to go do that and venture right. out under the West. Um, so is so, you and yeah, Jacob, excited for that too. is Jacob doing East or are you both doing West? No, we will both be doing West. So that'd there be cool go. too. Yeah. Jacob being teammates. So. Two East Coast guys doing West Coast. How about that? Yeah, it's cool. Are you going to be basing it. yourself over there? Um, I will for the first couple of rounds just because flying from anywhere else is pretty tough. Yeah, right. As you know, like with time change and everything. Yeah. So, um, I'll get through the first couple of rounds there and then figure out what is easiest. I would, I would love to head back East, but we'll see when the time comes. So after Supercross, uh, is there any plans to come back to Australia doing motocross or, 
Um, um going to do motocross over there. I I don't know about motocross in general. Um, right. If the right opportunity presented itself, I would love to continue to race all summer. I like that in, um, in general, just motocross <laughs> as, a, as a sport. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we'll see. I, I, it's, uh, I'm just trying to get through this, and then we'll do Supercross, and yeah, hopefully something comes open at some point, whether it be back home or here, whatever. So, um, but yeah, just keep keep my ears peeled, and hopefully continue racing. It would be something a, in the summer. A cool addition to have you at the MX Nationals over here, but um, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Right, you got to yeah. get through, like you said, this series, and then that's going to be interesting because you got you and Jacob Hayes battling it out over here for the. I'd say you guys are two heavy hitters for the championship hopes in SX2, and then you're going to end up being teammates. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can... bit a healthy competition, you know? Yeah, yeah it'd be good. I think it'll be fun. Uh, I, I honestly been around Jacob for quite some time and haven't really uh, got to spend too much time with him. I know he's a nice dude, but um, it'll be cool being teammates with him and kind of, um, yeah, making a good relationship there. Sick. Hopefully you guys don't get into it too hard at one of the rounds and then you're in the truck coming yeah. home one yeah. and beefing. Oh, the joys of it. But uh, so, hey, Josh, um, obviously you're staying out. I know some of the American guys are going home between each rounds, but you've, you've decided to stay in Australia the whole time for the season. Yeah, I, man, I, I love it here. Like if, if we can have a few rest super costs here, I would, I would love to live here. Like this is, uh, especially Sunshine Coast. Um, I'm thankful to be able to stay up here, but the weather is just incredible and the people are awesome. And uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. I love it here. So question, American girls or Australia <laughs> girls? Oh man, the accents <laughs> are pretty hard to beat. But <laughs> Don't be bored. You have a girlfriend? Uh, you don't have a girlfriend, right? No, no, no girlfriend. I'm, All right, that's I'm, good. Uh, I swear, every, everyone that we ask these questions to, they're like, "Oh, I've got a girlfriend." I can't say. So yeah, yeah. that's good that you're not boring. And yeah, so Aussie girls so far. Uh you know what? I, I will say that they're uh, they're good. <laughs> they they're have it. It's hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's you official. It first, yeah. It's official. There we go. Damn right. All right, Joshua. Hey, yeah, man. Um, Thanks again for coming on the show. Appreciate it. And um, good luck this weekend at Wollongong. I'll catch you uh, Saturday morning, being annoying, following you around with the camera again. And, um, and yeah, thanks again for coming on, mate. Good luck on the weekend. Good hey, luck, man. Yeah, thank you guys very much for having me, and I will see you this weekend. Sounds good, mate. Thanks a lot. Cool. See you guys. See you, Josh. All right, AD, Josh Osby, your brief teammate. Yeah. And your brief Supercross career. Yeah. Before I blew myself out. <laughs> no, no, he is definitely a cool guy. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool to hear that, you know, um, he's doing a lot of riding with Brayton and he's kind of trying to follow in his footsteps with you. Know, I didn't realize he was 36, Brayton. Yeah. I or mean, 35. Like, that's impressive, Brayton, to say the uh, least. Brayton's, it, again, doesn't feel that old. Um, I'm 32, so here in 36. Yeah. But in the, the grand scheme of things for motocross, supercross, that's pretty old. Yeah, um, for sure. But he's getting better. I think if you're at a level, the experience, like I could just say myself in everyday life, the experience you have in your 30s of having experience, like everything. Yeah. And you put that in the racing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, he, he would have so much experience now and, and so much composure and, and his base level at that age is just so high. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's impressive, man. I mean, and if, you know, if Osby, if Josh can learn off him every day, you know, he, I think he's definitely going to like be someone 
uh, to look out for in the future, you know? Yeah, he's got to he's got to navigate that minefield, which is AMA Supercross. Yeah, because uh, he's 100%. like, he's on that cusp of, he's not on a pro circuit, he's not on a star, yeah, he's not on a Geico. He's he's making money and he's on a team, but he it's is, not it's not that team. You it's know? not the team no. that you want to be on, and he's gonna be a guy that unless he figures it out, yeah, will float. I mean, I'm not speaking on his behalf, but he will float from team to team to get through Supercross in America. Yeah. And that's very rarely, like we've seen a McAdoo yeah, get yeah, on McAdoo a pro circuit. You know, but he was already on a pro deal before he went. Yeah, true. He was already on Geico. But you, you but know what? Like, uh, he's going to be around um, Brayton. He's going to, Brayton's basing himself in California this year. Mm. Um, so if, if he is constantly with him, if he's learning, he's going to practice tracks together, you know, Hopefully, people are going to start to see that, you know, and yeah. especially, you know, who who, who knows? Yareve spoke about um, that Honda team over in yeah the Penrite team in the states. That could be an option, you know, and it could it could which I heard was an Aussie rider doing it, but see, now I heard differently. You don't don't say it what you told me before, but uh, I've, I have you heard, heard different. Yeah, yeah, so um, I think that I mean, it's, you know, it's silly season. So it is I guess. Silly season. Uh, there, there, there is some rumors out there, but I hate putting rumors out on the show. I know people want to hear them, but that's, that's when I get the phone calls and everyone's like, "Why'd you say that?" And it's like, "Oh, so don't, don't say it." I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. I want but, to. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. Um, but we'll see where that one goes. So, sure. um, yeah, Osby. Hopefully, he can figure it out in the states because uh, yeah. he's definitely well. He's the guy that I wanted to win this this yeah. weekend. So I think he could. I, I think he can. He can. I want um, him to. I heard that. <laughs> so. Um, all right, so that's kind of wrapping up SX1, SX2. It's been a long show already. We're an hour and 55 minutes into the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recoverate. And uh, we've got one more guest we're going to call. We're going to call Mark Peterson from TBE, from Troy Bayless Events, and Pedo, um, the promoter of the first two rounds. Sweet. I just want to get his rundown on what's going on at Wollongong and uh, how the series has been so far. Yeah. And, um, yeah, go do that. All right. Yeah. And he's going to go pee everyone. He try to mouth it off the yeah. screen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're going to call Pedo real quick uh, and see what he's got going on this week leading into Wollongong and um, and basically how the series has been going so far. So we are going to get Mark Peterson from Troy Bayless Events. We're calling him right now here on the uh, AMX Australian Supercross Show. Brought to you by Recoverate. And uh, hopefully Pedo answers the phone. I think we've got him right now. Mark Peterson, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks Joe, how are you mate? Good pal, good, I'm glad we could uh, just slot you in at the end of the show here real quick And um, look, every time I call you, <laughs> I keep saying how busy you are And I, I know it's been a hectic month for you guys with all the events But um, but how is it going mate? Looks like things have been as, as drama free as they could be for how busy you guys are <laughs> Yeah mate, it's, a, um, it's an absolute beast this weekend But everyone that comes down is going to be in for a big delight, that's for sure mate that's it. So, hey, take us through it. Obviously, we've got the uh, the Motorcycle Expo. We've got the Round 3 of the Supercross. We've got Robbie Madison on the water bike. We've got, uh, which, there's a lot going on. So, give us give us your rundown on what everyone's got in store for the event. No worries, mate. Yeah, so we kick off on uh, Saturday morning at um, Lang Park, which is right next to Wynn Stadium. Um, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. is the Australian Motorcycle Festival. So um, down there, we've got over 20,000 square metres of exhibitors and uh, come down and check, it, check out the latest bikes and all the rest of it. Lots of activation sites. Um, we've also got at 12 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday, Matt is going to be doing um, his water bike ride, which is quite exciting. He's going to go for a couple of world's first of um, two-ups. 
Yeah, he's got so, uh, uh, Troy Bayless going on with him, is I believe. So uh... yeah, that's it. So it's going to be pretty exciting to see if those guys played or not. So, um, but no, that, that's shaping up to be a cracker. So that's at twelve o'clock in Belmore Basin again, which is not far from Wind Stadium and right next to Lang Park. Um, and then yeah, we move over to um, the Wind Stadium. Um, or actually, no, we go to the Wind Entertainment Centre at four o'clock. Till five o'clock is the official rider signing, so everyone's welcome to come and get an autograph. And this is um, all part of like the same complex, right? Like it's all in the same area, so to speak. We've got the yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got Lang Park, and then about fifty meters away is the Wynn Entertainment Center. So that's where the rider signings are. So everyone's welcome to come there and get get autographs. And um, that runs till five o'clock, and then from five o'clock the gates open to Wynn Stadium, right next door to it. And um, and we have pre-show entertainment kicking off from five thirty. Um, including some of the uh, practice and also the round one of the Speed and Style, the Recover 8 Speed and Style Championships. And that, that all finishes off um, by about 10 past six. There'll be a, a, new, a new champion crown for the uh, Recover 8 Speed and Style Championships. And then it moves into the Legends. So we've got a whole batch of Legends coming along um, to oh, do a right. lap yeah. appreciation. I forgot about um, that, the Legends exhibition, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's on track um, just after six o'clock, and then after that, mate, we don the helmets, and it's it's a full on night of um, of racing. It's going to be pretty pretty packed from start to finish, and um, yeah, I think the the rider lineup. I think I spoke to Kevin, and he was saying that it's the most pros I believe that has been there for about six years, like MX SX one, um, SX two's right up there, and then the junior classes are completely stacked. Like I think we're actually into. Um, into three heats for the the um, uh, junior lights. That's so awesome. yeah, that's good to massive, see. Massive, massive. So we also have the Blue Crew sixty five YZ Cup as well. Um, so they'll have out there. So it's all up. There's about one hundred and thirty odd people competing during the night, which is massive for Supercross. Um, the track obviously is going to be pretty impressive inside Wind Stadium. It's good to see. Supercross back outdoors for New South Wales. Uh, it's been a few years and everyone's been voicing their opinions. So we just hope that everyone sort of gets behind it. We're also taking the added advantage of, of we've removed the fence and we're actually going up onto the, um, the famous hill that um, backs onto the ocean. So, yeah, yeah everyone. We can, uh, I guess I keep I kept saying in the show with some of the guests, like I heard rumours, but it, it's good that that's official that we are doing that. That's going to be really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, that's an expensive exercise, but it's uh, it's going to be a treat to see it, it, it go up. So anyone who's sort of seen any of the, um, I know the Monster Cups and, and the old school Coliseum stuff where, where the track goes up up the hill or into the grandstand, this is the equivalent. So it's, um, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's my childhood right there. The Pon- I think it was the Pontiac Silverdome, the AMA Supercross. They, <laughs> they go up into the stands every year, right? That was the one. Um, yeah, yeah. So cool. it'll be good. It'll be good to do that. A little step down too. We're actually going to add a little step down. So once we go 180 at the top, we'll be doing a little step down back down onto the um, onto the actual field itself. So, um, nice. um, where yeah, can uh, where can everyone get their tickets for Wollongong, Peter? What's the go with that? Yeah, mate. So um, for the Supercross, um, that's all through Ticketmaster. Right, Ticketmaster. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. And if, if anyone's after um, VIP tickets, that'll also uh, give them a signed fly um, jersey signed by Justin Brayton. Um, they'll also get a Circa Yamaha factory racing um, hat as well, plus the best seats. They can go watch the practice qualifying and... Um, and also get some pre entry into the festival and um, the premium seats, they also get your entry into the festival as well. Um, and for anyone that just wants to go over to the festival, um, that's, you can get the tickets at the gate or via Tri Booking. 
Awesome. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Make sure we've been we've been plugging it all show, Peter, because I know this is going to be a big uh, a big round for the series. And uh, just talk about real quick, like obviously TBE Troy Brothers events. You guys have have took a big undertaking this year with three. You know, the th- first three rounds. Um, how's it been so far? You know, how's the feedback been for you guys? How's uh, you know, how's the, the promotion business going for you? It, it, I don't think people understand the, the expense and the, the magnitude of these events that you have to do to put on. Um, you know, how's it been doing uh, Brisbane, Adelaide, and now Wollongong? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty full on going. Obviously, three events we did one month, and then we throw the festival as well. So definitely, we're stretched to our capacity as far as that sort of thing. Look, the feedback out of Brisbane was obviously awesome. You can only do so much in the indoor arena, and um, and we had nothing to praise. Um, that come out of there, whether it was the track, whether it was the racing, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, always good to get a tick there. Obviously, went across the Gilman for round two. And, uh, you know, we've got the access of, I think last year we had about 7,000 tonnes of dirt. This year we went well beyond that. We just kept kept getting the dirt in so that um, the guys could build pretty much the ultimate track, which they did. Um, you know, so the crowds were pretty solid, but um, we, we would have loved to have seen, you know, more crowded each round. Um, but, Look, you know, it's, it's maybe where the sport's at it in those particular states at the moment. So, um, uh, yeah, but coming into Wollongong, ticket sales are looking really strong. We're having to bring it home as far as our, our three rounds. And, um, you know, we're, we're really happy to be involved. Um, and, yeah, certainly an expensive exercise, that's for sure. And when little things go wrong, they cost a lot of money in this, in this um, you know, field. So <laughs> a lot of people don't realise. I think that, you know, they see the numbers in the crowd and I think that's, that's profit. It's, it's not that at all. Um, no, you know, like I said, I don't think uh, hardly enough of the public in the sport understands just the, the, the massive expense and the magnitude of what it takes to put on a, a Supercross event. And um, hats off to you guys for doing it. I know if you disclose the figures it costs to run them and, and, and what that looks like, it would, you know, not that you're going to, but it would definitely change people's perception on what a promoter goes through. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, a, yeah, it's definitely not a cheap exercise. It's much, uh, much cheaper to, to uh, turn a key on an NRL yeah. than it is for a Supercross ground. <laughs> but, but like I keep saying, you know, hats off to you guys for doing it and what I think I'm excited about and I think hopefully the industry is in agreement here that you guys are between AME and yourselves, you're building a platform that the sport is able to grow from because it, it's growing slowly, which is important. I think it's got to be sustainable, which we've seen in, in promoters over the years. It, it hasn't been sustainable and it's it's gone bang or bust and – and ultimately, it's been bust each time. So you don't have to speak for yourselves right now on where you're at for the, the coming years. But I really hope that it is sustainable for you guys moving forward, you know. No, exactly. Look, all we can hope is, um, you know, crowds continue to come along to Wynn Stadium. It's, uh, with our crowds, there's got to be no sport. It's, it's a reality. So anyone that's sort of out there complaining about no TV and all that sort of stuff, we need bums on seats. We don't need people sitting at home because, uh, again, in reality, the sponsorship there is, is, is not there even if we put it on free TV. It's just that's how it is. Um, people don't understand that. But, look, it's an exciting sport. It only comes around once a year in, in, if it comes to your state. And, um, yeah, we really hope people actually, you know, come put bums on seats, enjoy the night because we're sort of, you know, not cutting corners of what we're doing. And um, we'd really love the support of all the people out there that, you know, have a voice and, and enjoy the sport and also the, the uh, mainstream public that, you know, come along and see something that they wouldn't normally. Well, that's it. I mean, look, you know, Adelaide, you know, obviously I commentated the, the event. It was a, a great show. The racing was next level. Everyone was on the edge of their seats. And, I mean, look, what the, the list of entertainment we've got at Wollongong, like that's, that's a next level event as well. So, um, 
again, mate, Thanks. hats off to you guys, and uh, I'm looking forward to being a part of the show again this weekend. And, um, yeah, just wanted to get you on real quick for that, Pedo, and uh, I'll let you get back to, I'm sure, a, a massive amount of work you've got between now and the weekend. But um, <laughs> Good stuff. best of luck to you guys, and uh, I will catch you on Friday when uh, when I get there. Yeah, no worries at all, mate. No, come down. Let's ride a whole batch of bikes on uh, Saturday, Sunday during the day or a couple of jet skis and then, yeah, come and enjoy the Supercross at night time. That's it. All right, guys. Well, you got the word there. Get the get the tickets from Ticketmaster and um, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully see you at uh, Wollongong. Perfect, mate. Thank you. All right. Cheers, Peter. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. See you, mate. I got it right at Ticketmaster. It is? Yeah, I said it wrong before when I said Ticket Tech. Uh, but you made me hesitate when you looked at me all funny. <laughs> you looked at me then like when my girlfriend looks at me, when my fiancé looks at me when I said something wrong. You know, you're like, oh. You're like, I? shit. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> Normally it doesn't happen with the, uh. with the other way. But all right, so Pedo from TBE. And man, I say it a lot. And, and even me, dude, like I've been in the industry a long time now mm. in the business side of it. And uh, I'm still learning the business model of how this game works. And you want to put event promotion in there. People, oh, you should do it at this venue. Oh, this truck sucks. Oh, this, oh, that. Like they have no idea no. The, the financial implications of, of what it takes to run these events. No, money doesn't go on trees, you know. Uh, and, you know, I think they're doing a marvelous job. And, you know, not televising it. You know what? For some people, they might say, "Yeah, it sucks." We'll go to an event, man. Yeah, that's it. That's what it comes down to. You know, like people will go to rugby games that are from Brisbane. They come down to Melbourne and we'll view them. Like uh, I see it all the time. We I go to Melbourne Storm games. Yeah, you're a big Storm fan. You yeah, go to them a lot. Yeah, people come from Brisbane, Sydney. You know, like if you if you love Supercross, you know it doesn't. The the, the entry tickets aren't horribly expensive. All you have to pay for is a, a like a, a plane ticket. And I mean, if you book it in advance. It'd probably be maybe five hundred dollar weekend. Yeah, no, it's it. I mean, look, it's um like I, I don't want to sound like we're on the payroll of the series getting played. Like, I just want to see the series succeed. Is all. So do so, I, man. So do yeah, I. No, that's, that's the long and short of it. So, um, you know, hopefully, guys support it. You know, um, they're doing a great job. So that was Mark Peters from Troy Ballas Events. Yeah, and at two hours and ten minutes, AD. I think we're pretty much good for this show. Yeah, you know what? And uh, <clears throat> I've been thinking. You know, for those people that are out there that they're getting bullied by their friends because they got old gear, where they where, where should they go? Where, where where do you think they should go? They should probably go to AMX, um, AMX almost like accessories, yeah. Uh, and they should use the code Inside Dirt, damn right, to check out, mm-hmm. and they can get themselves some of the latest uh, fly limited edition coral, yeah, light hydrogen race wear. And uh, if you want to be a winner, you got to look like a winner. Well, look, Oldenburg and Brayton Wine wearing it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you're going to win, but you you can't win if you don't. You will win if you get that, <laughs> if you get that gear, you will win. Okay, okay, you guys. Yeah. Oh, you'll win on Instagram at least. Yeah, yeah. So uh, once again, thanks. Our uh, massive shout out and thanks to our sponsors, AMX, uh, for bringing you the Australian Supercross Show, uh, presented by Recoverate. Use the code Inside Dirt at AMX for ten percent off. Use the code Try It at Recoverate's checkout for ten dollars off your next bottle of Recoverate. You heard uh, Robbie Madison talk about Recoverate. He said it's pretty much the only thing that's kept him riding this entire time yep. uh, with his injuries and all the crazy stuff he's done with his body over the years. And um, Maddo isn't on the payroll of that brand. None of the yep. ambassadors are. It's a product that they use. I use it. Um, Go get yourself some. Look, it, it's great for recovery. And especially if you're in your 30s and you're still trying to ride dirt bikes. I, uh, I've i got no ACL, MCL on my knees. I've got no cartilage in my elbows, on my wrist. Yeah. 
um, if I don't take it and I'm training and riding, I notice it real quick. So no, uh, I believe it. And that ain't a plug. I, I don't really plug stuff I don't believe in. So uh, go get yourself some. Yeah, check it out. Recoverate.com.au or I think it might be just .com. Either way, use the code try it at checkout. And, um, you know, if you need any info on recovery, hit me up. I'm doing a lot of work with those guys as far as um, the product the branding and, and the marketing stuff. So yep. yeah, definitely hit me up and I can point you in the right direction. And if you're down in the Melbourne area, make sure you go to the Bayswater store to get a ripper deal at AMX. Yeah, go see Donnell. Probably don't go see Donnell this week because he's probably going to be hungover from his birthday, but yep. um, maybe, maybe go see him any other time. Say happy birthday, say you're a huge fan <laughs> and he'll give you He'll probably discounts. just give you, he'll probably just give you stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, you're a fan? There you have yeah, it. I might get fired, but. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, so like I said again, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Keep um, keep the shares on Instagram uh, going. Um, it really helps with the awareness. Keep uh, hit me up in the DMs. Let me know what you think. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, you guys have been great all year. We've had fantastic numbers for the Supercross downloads, which I'm really stoked on. Um, please try and use discount codes and support our sponsors. Keep uh, I hate to say it like a YouTuber, but keep liking, keep subscribing, keep sharing. Do it. Do it get people involved in the show because, hey, we're trying to grow this platform. And we're nearly a year in now. We've nearly got our first season of motocross and supercross done, and it's growing. So um, I really – I can't say enough for the, the fans that have stuck by us. Um, and, oh, man, I had I had a question from a, from one of our fans that I was meant to ask the American writers. But, so that was from Charlotte Beryl. So sorry, Charlotte. I'll get that question into the next show when we talk to the Americans. Um, Charlotte, I'm, I'm so sorry for my producer uh, here. He was just... <laughs> I'm not the producer. I know it's probably his fault he's not here. Yeah. But uh, maybe we'll get Charlotte calling the next show. She always shares and listens to the show. And I don't know, she got to meet her at Adelaide. Yep. Um, really cool. Her and her boyfriend was hanging out with Maddie and, and we got him some fly racing uh, giveaway stuff, which was Sick. rad. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know what? I need to do that more. I don't know if we're going to get a phone for the show or what we're going to do to have guests call in and maybe talk to the the um the writers yeah have some questions have some questions do some talk backs. i don't know if that will work let me know hit me up in the dms guys let me know if you think that will work um yeah. also the inside dirt instagram is something that i'm going to start using a lot more of mm-hmm. um we, we're growing the platform like i said the new inside dirt website's almost finished where we will have obviously all the podcasts we're going to have some industry news uh, press releases team content all that sort of stuff it's going to be a cool website so i'm going to drop that soon but um let me know what you guys want on the show like i said we're, we're nearly a year in but we've got plenty of time the inside dirt network channel is what this is eventually going to become and we'll be dropping more shows on the channel um, but right now this is the AMA australian supercross show brought to you by recoverate and uh, with that we will see you guys in wollongong and then we'll be back andy dinico on monday that's right monday the uh 11th for the wollongong review show we'll see you then peace out guys